102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 534 and Bon Jovi with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be uh, sunny and nice today with a high of 66 uh, tomorrow. Not so nice. Rainy and a high of 69, giggity. It's 39 right now in downtown Springfield. Scott Zolak will be joining us after 8 o'clock. We're going to talk about Patriot football, even though it's a bye week. All right, so... Still going to talk about it. That's okay. He's contractually obligated to be on the show anyway. Yes, because he is brought to you by Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the National Football League. And I'm pretty sure Mike Quincy from Consumer Reports is going to be on this morning talking about reliability. Is that like an auto show to go to also? Isn't that ironic? Uh, Somebody who's talking about reliability doesn't even tell me which... Like, like I just asked him, I'm like, you meant today, Thursday, right? Not next week, Thursday. And then I'm waiting for an answer. For oh, well, we could always surprise him at 7 o'clock. Well, he usually calls us. I don't have his home number. Uh, I only have his yeah. cell phone number. Well, you could try well, texting him or something. Well, hey, you know what? We'll figure it out. Listen. I'm worn out from yesterday's battery discussion. Well, I was going to say, if we, uh, if all else fails, we still have battery talk. It's 535 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 551 and Fleetwood Mac with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Sunny and 66 today, uh, but then tomorrow was uh, rainy with a high of 69, giggity. It's 39 right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert on all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Jennifer Aniston spoke candidly about her pregnancy in a new interview with Allure magazine. She even admitted that she really tried to get pregnant in her late 30s and early 40s. She said, quote, I was going through IVF, drinking Chinese teas, you name it. I was throwing everything at it. I would have given anything if somebody had said to me, freeze your eggs, do yourself a favor. You just don't think of it. You know, she never asked me to help. Uh, I was going to say, uh, I never got an invite. I, I would, would have, if they were like a, like an application process. Yeah. Maybe a, like a, even a fee. If there was a fee involved, I probably would have paid it. And then you could say, I'll be there for you. Like I the see theme what you just did to the show. That is a very clever thing you just did. Uh, she also added, "Quote: So uh, here I am today. Uh, that ship has sailed. She has zero regrets about her efforts and is even relieved that it's over in a sense because, quote, I don't have to think about it anymore." She also confronted uh, talk in the media that she was less uh, selfish for not having children. She goes, "I just cared about my career, and God forbid a woman is successful and doesn't have a child." She's right about that. Tell it, sister. She's absolutely right. Sing it, sister. You know, I mean, uh, listen, you, not everybody has uh, has uh, fertile plumbing. And uh, why not focus on your career? Yeah. Why not? You gonna What are you going to like sit around and wait for pregnancy to happen if it's never going to happen? I applaud her. It's an inspiration to many of us. And then uh, somebody comes along and says, "Hey, we're going to give you, we're going to give you a million dollars to show up for this reunion show." Oh, babies? What babies? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about with babies. Uh, 45-year-old John Mayer was spotted having dinner with 22-year-old Kiernan Shipka in Santa Monica. After they ate, they left in separate cars, but a block away from the restaurant, they stopped, and Kiernan got into John's vehicle. Oh, right. yeah. Uh, was uh, was Kiernan's uh, vehicle breaking down? Was it showing? Uh, was the engine light on? Uh, I, I don't know. She was on Mad Men. I never, I never knew that. And still is. 
I guess when she was on Mad Men, she must have been a kid because she's only, I mean, she's still a kid to me. But she's 20 what? 22 and he's 45. Wow, that's a, I don't know. I like how he tried to, you know, hey, hey, you know what? Let's not be seen leaving together. Yeah. But, but I'll pick you up down the road. Nobody will follow us. Yeah, because the paparazzi doesn't usually go more than like a block. You remember when uh, Ryan Dunn put a toy car in his butt in the first Jackass movie? I do. That was supposed to be Steve-O, but he refused to do it. Steve admits uh, that was the most iconic, most incredible thing we ever filmed, and I didn't do it. This is a dude that would staple his nutsack to the floor. I know, yeah. But yet he won't put a Tonka tr- truck well, in his butt cheeks. Hey, to each his own. What's he worried about? How this might affect his reputation? Yeah, maybe. Uh, wouldn't you? If if I were on Jackass, yeah. my reputation really wouldn't be a high priority for me. You, you don't? No, you I don't I, no, I don't think so. No, no. no. How about that? Sources uh, say, oh, we get it. Dave Chappelle is hosting SNL this weekend, and it sounds like some people aren't happy about it. A source told the New York Post that several writers are refusing to participate this week because of comments Dave has made about the LGBTQ community, but none of that, none of the cast members are boycotting. But a rep for Chappelle told the Post that there was nothing to suggest a boycott when they attended a writers' meeting earlier this week. "Quote: The room was full of writers. They all pitched ideas, and they seemed very excited about it." Dave is looking to have some fun. What about all the other controversial guests you've had on the show? This is the guy that you're going to go after? The it's comedian? The t- you know, it's the time. It's just it's just the way the culture is right now. Never mind the fact he's probably the most brilliant comedian we have at this particular time in history. And even though you may not agree with what he's choosing to talk about, yeah. he has every right to talk about it. You don't have... I, yeah, you but don't have but to you know what? I think this is another one of these things that didn't even happen. And the New York Post says sources say, "Well, what sources are you talking about? If everybody else is saying that's not even true, then you, what's the real story?" You know what's probably happening? Uh, the show's ratings are lagging. It's so they're doing, trying to get people interested. Yeah, in you start it. a controversy, and Dave Chappelle probably think, "Yeah, well, you know, okay, do whatever you want." And he's going to get people to watch anyway because he's Dave Chappelle. And now you're going to have a blockbuster on your hands because there's an illusion of controversy when none exists. I'll be watching it. Actually, no, I won't. I'll be at the uh, Bright Nights Ball on Saturday. Yeah, you won't be home in time for that. Not going to make it home. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, 50 Cent called Madonna out again. This time uh, it's about her latest TikTok where she lip syncs to Baby Keem's vent. He said, quote, Told y'all grandma was on the BS like a virgin at 64, LOL. (laughs) I have to respect what he's saying. That's pretty cool. Even if I don't understand it. Uh, Bruce Springsteen is taking over The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon for four episodes. He'll be the guest performer on Monday the 14th and the performer for the following two days, then on the Thanksgiving Day episode. I wonder if he's charging $4,000 a minute to watch his performance on TV. (laughs) I'm not paying a dime. Uh-huh. L- uh huh. Let's see. And uh, oh, these are all like, uh, wow. We just went into like country music. I don't want to talk about that. Good dude. God, no. God. Well, there's got to be other stories, right? There's got to be. Country music. Who cares? Uh, let's see. A woman is suing Warren Beatty for grooming her for sex in the 1970s when he was 35 and she was 14. Warren Beatty in a sex scandal. I find that very hard to believe. The hell you say. Uh, Hillary Duff has been a little quiet lately. Turns out she and her family have been busy dealing with COVID. Hand, foot, and mouth 
colds uh, that were worse than COVID, RSV, parinfluenza, and the flu. But I'm other not, than that, she's doing all yeah, right. I'm not going to that house. I was going to say, that's a good way to get to people not to show up over at your house. Oh, no. Maybe that's all the things that she just said was going on <laughs> just to get people to not show up, you know? Then you wait until the week of Thanksgiving. That's yeah. when you really should do it. I guess so. And uh, Kim Kardashian uh, needs three people to cram her bottom into that Marilyn Monroe dress. Really? Yeah. She must have had something to say. Oh, my God. The last time I had my bottom crammed was when Ray J put his clapper in the crapper in that sex tape you can purchase on YouPorn for $39.95. Clap on. (laughs) Clap off. Oh, yeah. Caitlin? He just sits up in bed and just does the oh, yeah, whole right. thing. And, yeah, Rolls over, yeah. Well, I never got that down and dirty with the uh, with your mother, Chris Kim, but I once uh, took old one eye to the optometrist. <laughs> I uh, I moistened the Pope. What are, you, what are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is I brought the al dente noodle to the spaghetti house. <laughs> and Kanye? Kim had a sheriff show up at my house and serve me with a sub-penis. <laughs> You know what? What? She's the one that loves those sub penises. <laughs> I don't know why she's bringing them over to my house now. I think it's a subpoena. Whatever. <laughs> Such an injustice. That's your Hollywood T Rash from Rock 102. Why? Oh, yeah. COVID vaccines. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Well, folks, it looks like former Celtics head coach Ime Udoka is going to be kicking that dented can down the street for a little bit longer. Yesterday, the Brooklyn Nets decided they were not going to hire the recently disgraced Ime Adoka after all. Instead, they chose to promote interim head coach Jacques Vaughn to the full-time gig, even though it was heavily reported that it was Ime's gig to lose. So why the change in direction? Well, perhaps it had everything to do with the fact that Ime is a company policy-breaking, skirt-chasing Neanderthal whose perverse sexual compulsions were able to overshadow his accomplishments as head coach with the Celtics. I don't know how it is at your place of employment, but if I was starting to act out and create a hostile work environment by pursuing an inappropriate sexual relationship with a female staff lady, I wouldn't be facing an indefinite suspension. I would be canned. Knowing this, the Brooklyn Nets concluded that if a guy is willing to put his job in danger in an effort to have sex with somebody in the office, then perhaps your office isn't the right place for him, and that maybe the people who are currently in your office deserve something better than having this creep lurking around in the the break room. So rather than place everybody in a heightened state of panic, the Nets did the right thing and hired Jacques Vaughn, a guy who does not come with that sort of baggage. Meanwhile, ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski is reporting that not not to be surprised if somebody in the NBA ignores all of that and still hires him by the end of the season. And that makes total sense. What organization wouldn't want a sexually inappropriate 45-year-old scumbag in their organization? After all, he got the Celtics to the NBA Finals. Isn't that more important than protecting every single hard-working, able-bodied woman in your office? Apparently somebody seems to think, though, I just don't happen to be one of those people. Good coach or not, the man is a scumbag, and if you need a new head coach, I'm pretty sure there are much better options. But hey, and of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Rocky's not only sells steel chainsaws, they service and repair steel chainsaws too. Rocky's Ace Hardware, steel chainsaws, and steel chainsaw experts at every location at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. 
I'm back. That's my view from the rock. It's 611 and the cars with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It is going to be nice and sunny today with a high of 66, but then tomorrow rain and a high of 69. Giggity, it's 39 right now in downtown Springfield. What is the, what is the name of that show? What? That uh, that Dave Madsen hosts. The ones the, that we were interviewed on yesterday. Uh, is it uh, the, Western Mass News the, finding the, uh, information? The, I, Dave the, Madsen asks a lot of questions. Uh, that thing, yeah, that's the one. Getting answers. Getting is it? Getting answers? No, getting answers is like the I team. Their version of the I team. Jesus, I, 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 I'm embarrassed to say I don't even know what show we were on yesterday. Well, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I, I'm I'm looking on the website now to see if I can find. Let's see. Morning messages? No, 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 no. That's just uh, that's just people talking. Uh, yeah, getting answers. It's getting answers. It, it, it is getting answers. Yes. Are and, you uh, sure? Because getting answers. <sighs> when I click on getting answers, it shows me things about Walgreens being closed and uh, improvements planned for Page Boulevard and uh, things like that. No, I think it is called getting. Answers. Well, here's the thing. We were on a TV show that airs on Sunday morning, and we don't know the name of it. But Dave Madsen hosts it, and uh, and I have to say, without uh, without bragging, yeah, we gave him answers. Oh, we gave him lots of answers. It was it was actually a very good interview. We we talked about the uh, the Mayflower Marathon. That's what it was all about. Yeah. And then he interviewed uh, Terry Maxey after us, which I didn't. Did you stick around for that one? I did stick around. Did he? Uh, did Dave screw that one up? As well, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Actually, yeah. Uh, at the end of the of the interview, yeah. Um, so I, it, so it's it's on the set. And have you ever seen like uh, you know that that thing they do at noon? That yeah. show I also don't know the name of. Uh, and there there are, I will I will learn it by the end of the day. Uh, I'm behind that like that kitchen set that they have when do they do like the cooking segments. Yeah. And I'm. You know, standing there, you know, leaning up against the other uh, countertop, and he's talking to Terry. And then at the end, and I can't, can't blame Dave for this. I mean, uh, we've done it, where he was about to say the name of a previous uh, incarnation of the Rock 102 morning show, and he caught himself just before he said it. Oh, really? He said, "Backs up," and buddy, then he said, "You know, backs and Nagel uh-huh. to fix it." And you know, I'm starting to laugh. The uh, the camera guy he's laughing uh-huh. and at the, and and the show ends and like oh he was this close this close to doing it and uh, he caught himself but yeah. that was the only thing that uh, was a uh, it's not even an issue it's just you know simple muscle memory yeah and that, that that camera guy by the way way too polite yeah please he, thank you yeah he was uh, excuse me uh, and and I appreciate what he does I'm, I'm not uh, I'm not he was being very professional but. You don't have to be professional around me. I'm the least professional no, person but, in the room. But and, if, uh, if they're not professional to you, then they'll uh, start being unprofessional to other people. So it's like a trained thing. Like, yeah. make sure you say please and thank you to these people. Because he's like, put, uh, could you please put your microphone on, sir? And I'm like, what? What, what did you, you say? You, know, you, you kind of have to do that. I know you have to, but yeah. uh, I don't. Uh, when, I, when I worked in TV back in the 80s as, as a production technician. Yeah. You know, I had to say please and thank you and mm-hmm. excuse me. Like if I if I put uh, like a like a microphone on somebody, I, you know, I would have to say excuse me. Let me just you know adjust this microphone yeah. or whatever. Yeah, you know, I got to put a microphone on Klaus von Bülow's uh, jacket. Did you know that? Really? I was as I was like just like four inches from his face. I could have kissed him if I wanted to, but I was afraid he would pump my body full of insulin. 
Well, come on now. It was only after one person. Yeah, did it, it with wasn't him? After you, did it with uh, Alan Dershowitz oh, and yeah. uh, Buddy Cianci. Sounds like a great time. Yeah, it was a great, it was a great, it was a great job. And I was always, even though I did, I distrusted all three of those men quite mm-hmm. greatly, um, I had to be polite. It was part of my job. How could you distrust Alan Dershowitz? He's an attorney. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah, what's <laughs> and what's not to right. what's not to trust about a, an attorney? Uh, maybe the show's called We're Hiring Wednesday. <laughs> It should be called that. Yeah, no yeah, yeah, hey, we're hiring. Uh, but no, we we had a great little time at that show yesterday. We um we asked Dave right off the bat, what's the deal with your retirement? Who retires mm-hmm. and then goes back to work? I <sighs> don't know if that would be the pathway I would follow when I, I w- get to retire. I would imagine, and this is a, you know, we all think that, once you retire, oh, God, I'm never coming back to this godforsaken business ever again. Why mm-hmm. would I ever do that? I've uh, spent uh, 40 years doing this thing, and I, I'm done doing it. Right. And then you then you start sitting around the house. And then you, you, you get the lawn done. You get the gardening done. And mm-hmm. then, you, then you got nothing better to do. Now, you could either sit there and... Uh, Drink bourbons in your garage all afternoon, oh, or you could go host a community service program. There's two <laughs> different options, and Dave Matson always chooses the higher road. Yeah, he yeah. does. Yeah. I, I, I have to give him credit for that. Yeah. But, you know, when I retire in exactly 3,230 days, 17 hours, and 44 minutes, uh, I'm not coming back. I mean, the, the bottom would have to fall out of my, uh, my financial picture for me to come back, and I'm not even sure even then the station could make a good enough argument for me to be here. Yeah. Assuming I last that long. I mean, I understand. <laughs> you, never, you never put all your eggs in one basket. Um, well, yeah, I mean, this is radio. You could just be out of a job tomorrow. It's you so keep true. counting those retirement days. Your retirement could be by Wednesday of next week. Yes. Well, let's uh, you know, uh, knock on wood. That won't happen. Um, but, 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 you know, you get bored with stuff and you, want, you, you need time to fill. Steve, he was retired for a week. He wasn't retired for a week. He was retired for a good year, and then they uh, they called him back during that pandemic thing, because he retired before Barry did. That was the whole thing, and he had the whole driving off on a golf cart and go, golf cart into the sunset. You remember uh-huh. that whole I uh, do. scene? I do. And then uh, you know you got time on your hands. Yeah, you're, you're in the middle of a pandemic. They called him back to do reporting on the pandemic. He he stepped up to the plate. It's like them calling. It's like NBC calling back Tom Brokaw or. ABC calling back Diane Sawyer. You know, it's uh, you well. Occasionally go. they do, and that's occasionally they show up. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but uh, if I'm if I'm Madsen and I'm on my way out towards the towards the horizon, yeah, I I, I keep going. And then uh, I always see that uh, he's the station engineer, or he's like the head of everything over there. Gary, do you know that guy, Gary? Yeah, I kind of know Gary. Yeah, well, I know Gary because Gary uh, didn't hire me. 20 some odd years ago when I went for a job. He worked at WGBY at the public television station. Oh, yeah. And it was my first interview out of college, and I'm like, oh, man, I could get this job. It was like, you know, you'd, you'd sit there and you'd learn how to, you know, uh, it was traffic. They call it traffic, you know, because you're, you're wrangling all the stuff from all the different feeds and everything and right. putting it out on the air. And, uh, and he, uh, he didn't hire me. And uh, he says hi to me every time I see him. And then he always reminds me who he is. And I said, you don't have to remind me who you are. 
you you didn't give me a job when I really needed one. <laughs> do you keep reminding him of this? Oh, all I the absolutely time? do. And yeah. he goes, and now you can thank me because now you your your name is on a morning show. It would have been on the morning show yeah. anyway. This is just what a yeah. good a good way to start off your career. I would have had a better stepping stone and more connections. Now I don't know any of those TV people, other than Barry and Dave. <laughs> well, that's and Hugh. We've yeah, yeah you yeah, lose that line, yeah. but 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 you know, but other than that, I mean, we've kind of uh, you know, most of those people have come and gone already. Yeah, have moved on to bigger and better things, whereas you have moved yeah. on to bigger and better things and trying to interview with the public television station. Well, uh, that was a that was a thing back then. Yes, yeah. no, I, I get it. Yeah. No, it was, listen, that was a, that would have been a good. First job out of college for you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Instead, I got stuck playing Celine Dion songs all night long. You poor bastard. Oh, it's but, all coming back to me now, yeah, isn't it? But look yeah. how it toughened you up. You got you got thick skin playing yeah. all that Celine Dion. Oh, yeah. Doing love songs. Yeah. It's like oh, nothing man. could phase you now. If, like, if you had to play, uh, like pick a song you don't like. Uh, Scar Tissue from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. You hate that song. I hate that song. You hate that song. Well, now it can get played, and you're not looking to throw stuff again. because I turn the volume down every time we play it. Right, but that's the sign of a professional. And I always say, what the hell is he singing? What is he saying in that song? (laughs) Don't even understand what he's talking about. And I refuse to look up the lyrics because... uh, You don't want to learn. Oh, well, let's figure out what he's saying. Yeah, when you put it that way, I'm starting to hate the song too. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, thanks to Dave Matson for having us. It was a it was a very nice conversation, and it'll be on uh, Sunday mornings on uh, Western Mass News, getting answers yeah. with uh, with Dave Matson. They put it on right in prime time, so everybody can see it. Yeah, I think uh, you could probably like. Uh, Probably you get know, it. Watch a watch the video on their website at some Re- point. Really? What's the name of the show so we can uh, watch yeah, it? Western on- Mass News getting answers with it's your not host. Getting answers. I think it is. It's not. Are getting you sure? Answers is asking their, questions. There is their that that's their thing. All right. Okay. I'm just I'm just saying. I think that's like I you know what do I, what do I know? But uh, we'll figure out the name of the show. But I. I think it is getting answers. Uh, Western Mass, I, 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 I don't know. I, I, we'll figure out what the name of the show is, and then we'll let yeah, everybody Check your know. local listings and guess. Well, listen, if you turn on the TV Sunday morning and we're on it, that's the show. All right, fair enough. All right. It's 621 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Are you home? Your business to the Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 628 and uh, Allison Chains with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Sunny and 66 uh, for a high today. It's 39 in downtown Springfield. Uh, We have, uh, we certainly have uh, Scott Zolak coming up later on today. Yeah, not really uh, quite sure about uh, Mike Quincy, but uh, we'll we'll see if we can get to to the bottom of that. All right. Uh, Um, Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, the name of the show. Oh, Bax and Nagel. No, the name of the show we were on that we couldn't figure out. It's, uh, back it is, to Steve and Dave. No, it's called Getting Answers with uh, Western Mass News. Yeah, somebody thought it was uh, Better Western Mass or Western Mass Better or what, something like that. That's the show they play at uh, 1230. That's not the show we're on. Right. It's, it's Getting Answers. Yes, Getting yeah, Answers. Right. I, I, who knows? 
Uh, we're just invited to these things. When, we were, so, when Dave Manson calls, it's like uh, somebody throwing up the bat signal and we're over there. Yeah, and and uh, I thought we both did a terrific job, especially my part. So I thought it was really, really good. Oh, I thought I did the best. Oh, I don't know, Steve. I thought uh, I if you I... really paid attention to what the what I was saying uh, in my heartfelt responses, uh, you would uh, you would be uh, you would applaud it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I uh, listen. Uh, I'm not going to argue with you all day long about who the better one was, even though it was me. Um, but we'll, 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 the time mm. will tell when when that show airs on Sunday morning. Okay. Well, you know, I uh, you know, I uh, we can agree to disagree. Sure. About sure. That. If that's you, what you want to do, yeah. that's what we're I mean, going to do. Even though I am probably more right than you in this situation. Oh, we, we have can, news to get to. Yeah, we do. Yeah. It's uh, six thirty with Bax and Nagel and Rock one hundred two. Here's your Western Mass news first alert forecast. Plenty of sunshine this morning. It's a chilly start, but not as cold as yesterday, and it'll be a milder afternoon. With high temperatures reaching into the low to mid-60s, we'll have a lot of sun, too. Just a few high clouds with a bit of a breeze. But tonight, we'll have mainly clear skies with just some high cloudiness, not as chilly. Temps in the 40s. Clouds increase tomorrow morning. We do stay dry during the morning, but showers move in during the afternoon. Temperatures come up into the 60s. It becomes more humid as well. Then we'll have rain and wind tomorrow night. Could pick up an inch plus of rainfall. Winds could gust about 35 miles per hour. Rain will end early on Saturday. We're starting mild, too. A little sunshine in the afternoon. Breezy with high temperatures in the middle and upper 60s. With your Western Mass News First Alert forecast, I'm meteorologist Dan Brown. You know, when it comes to great food and a welcoming atmosphere with a staff who treats you like family, the Shortstop Bar and Grill in Westfield is the place to be. From fresh burgers and steaks to grilled salmon, flatbreads and uh, salads and incredible desserts, all the food at the Shortstop is made daily. you got Chef Monica, who's created a menu with amazing food for everyone in your family. they got 29 different beers on tap, daily and monthly drink specials, along with a huge selection of appetizers. And you want to watch your favorite sports team, they got 30 TVs in there, so you're never going to miss an action of the or moment of the action of the game that you're going to watch. The shortstop in Westfield is the perfect place to watch the game and hang out with friends. They have the huge heated outdoor patio, fire tables, and live music. It has the perfect atmosphere to bring the gang to the entertainment zone as well with the state-of-the-art golf simulators and batting cages. Shortstop is number one for food and fun. They also have a banquet room for your special event. Shortstop Bar and Grill, 99 Springfield Road, Route 20 in Westfield, and online at shortstopbarandgrill.com. It's a restaurant destination that will feel like home. Pro contractors rely on Pro Tool for Wacker equipment. From Wacker pumps, generators, inlight towers, to Wacker compactors, rollers, and rammers. We even have Wacker excavators, loaders, and skid steers. Plus, Wacker compact telehandlers. Pro contractors depend on Pro Tool for Wacker equipment. Pro Tool in Springfield. I'm Chris. And I'm Kim. Come see us on Brookdale Drive in Springfield. Or call 732-8044. 732-8044. Go to Gary now. We've transformed our dealership into a winter wonderland. And with more inventory than any other dealer in Western Mass, buy a 2023 Sonata SE for just $28,950. All Hyundais come with three years of complimentary maintenance and America's best warranty, 10 years or 100,000 miles, and owner assurance. Break free from your insurance and car payments. Get extra holiday cash. I'll pay you more whether you trade it or not. GaryRomeHyundai.com, 150 Whiting Farms Road, Holyoke. See dealer for details. Gary Rome Hyundai. 633 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by the Dowd Insurance Agency's insurance savings with local service, Dowd.com. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. The Hamden County Sheriff's Office have have located an incarcerated woman that walked away uh, from the Western Mass Recovery and Wellness Center in Springfield Wednesday afternoon. 
According to the Sheriff's Department, they were looking for 21-year-old Kiara Grant of Springfield, who walked away from the minimum security facility at 155 Mill Street. She's described as 5'7 in height and weighs 220 uh, with black hair and brown eyes. Her last known address was on Stebbin Street in Springfield. She is currently serving a nine-month sentence for charges of assault and battery and destruction of property. She was scheduled to be released in February. Man, you couldn't wait that much yeah. more time to to get out. You know, to walk some, away. Sometimes, uh, you know, when you've been when you've been held up away from society, the only thing you can think of is how to get out. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't matter whether it's February or next week or tomorrow afternoon. All you want to do is just walk away. Of course, uh, they'll be tacking on a whole lot more time to her sentence as a result of walking away. But yeah, it's, yeah, you, you got to take the risks. Uh, yeah, she had uh, charges of assault and battery. Ooh, bat- maybe that's what it was. She was hearing the talk about batteries yesterday. And she wanted to go buy herself a set of D-cells. And she's like, uh, but where are the battery boys? I got to go find them, folks. This is why you call uh, 9-volt-1-1, and here we go. Boom! The ba- battery boys are at your service. Listen, the battery boys are worth escaping for, for sure. Somebody posted uh, we and we posted this on uh, on the uh, the Bax and Nagel Facebook page a uh, a meme uh, picture of me and you on a set of batteries uh-huh. and the picture he chose for you was uh, where you have I believe it is a finger in your mouth. Uh-huh. Am I'm I also re- wearing? Am I re- la- I'm also wearing ladies' sunglasses. Okay. in that photo. Yeah. I, well, that was that's uh, that was part it of says it too. Gloria Vanderbilt right on the side. Right. That was a finger, right? Maybe. I just want to be sure. What? What? What are you getting at? I. I. I'm no judgment at all. You know what? What you put in your mouth is really your business. I just was curious if, in fact, that was a finger, and was it your finger? Maybe. <sighs> Maybe. I don't know what it is. I'm like drag-ass tired this morning. Yeah, it's a slow day. I don't know what is going on here. Maybe all that election talk and battery talk yesterday really I drained had, me, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. I, uh, I I had to take a nap. I had to lie down after all that battery chit-chat yesterday. I need one of them five-hour energy drinks. You needed to recharge your batteries. I needed to take that two hours ago. <laughs> yeah, I do need to recharge my batteries. Um but what were we talking about? I don't even remember what we were just talking about. Uh, the lady walking away from uh, the from uh, from the. No, no, no. You yeah. were asking me if that thing in my. Oh, the fi- was that a, your finger or somebody else's? It was finger? my finger. It was a pose that I did. Really? Yeah. Do you have any regret for that? Because um, I would. You know what, Mister uh, Mister? Uh, what, what, I don't know what you do, Mister Potster. Would you like me to show you some photos that uh, you may or may not be proud of uh, throughout um, your lifetime? Um, uh, listen, I have plenty. I'm sure you do. Yeah, I'm sure. But no, we're not talking about. It's not always about me, Steve. Oh, Sometimes no, 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 it's no. really about you. Well, your name is first on the show, so it's mostly about you. It's not mostly about yeah, me. It's no, partially about me. But in this particular situation, we're talking about you. Yes, but it's for you. I'm getting no benefit yeah. out of talking about the things you put in your mouth. Well, but you're you're curious to know what those things are. I just want to see what kind of uh, hygiene my partner has. Uh, you know what? That's a good topic of conversation. How much hygiene do you know that somebody has? Like, do you ever like uh, shake somebody's hand and then sure. go and then think later, going, oh. 
I don't know where that's been. What they just did with that hand. Or you find out what that guy does with his hands after the fact. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, I used to shake that guy's hand. Yeah, but and then of, I found out what he used to do with it. Think about, you know, the only time that, we, you know, we really thought about any of this stuff was the pandemic where nobody wanted to touch anybody. Yeah. The only thing that we touched, ironically, the only thing that we all touched was that bottle of hand sanitizer. Yes. Yes. Well, you know, one person touching it with hand sanitizer on kills the germs of the next person. Come on. Don't you, don't you take science class? Yeah, yeah, yeah but, uh, you know, what does yeah. science really mean? But think about all the things that people put their hands on, and then they turn around and shake your hand. Oh, I know. Yeah. Like that bathroom up at the top of the stairs is a very yeah. tiny bathroom, yeah. so you got to believe there's microscopic bacteria all over the place. Well, if you got, uh, let's say, t- how many men do we have working in this building? Not as many uh, as there used, used to be. be. Uh, but let's say we have 10 men working here. We're all using that bathroom. There's got to be some microscopic, uh, disgusting hazmat stuff going on around there. Weren't we just talking last week, or was it uh, this week, about a bathroom, a public bathroom that had a foot plate to open and cl- to uh, open the door? I told that to you off the air because I, I wanted to... Thank you for reminding me that. Yeah. Because I was at... It was uh, Hampshire Regional High School I went mm-hmm. to. Uh, to watch uh, one of my kids' sports things, and then I had to go use the bathroom. And you, by the way, uh, the Hampshire Regional High School, whew, beautiful. It's uh, right up there with Longmeadow status, like the Taj Mahal of high schools. It's it's very nice. It's wow. very nice and well kept, and I can't believe it's only uh, six miles from my house. <laughs> I was like, we have something like this nice around here? Yeah, wow, yeah. this is a nice, big, fancy school. But then, you know, it was pointed out to me that we don't, the reason why we don't, I mean, we have a very nice uh, high school and, and uh, elementary school campus. Yeah. It's very small, but uh, we, I was pointed out to me that we don't have that kind of tax money coming from Southampton and, and uh, regional, Hampton the regional and system. Yeah, yeah, the regional system. So, <laughs> squash. We're never going to get that nice, fancy track. <clears throat> well, ever. I know here in East Long Meadow, they charge an arm and a leg for property taxes, and you would yeah. think they would have the second biggest Taj Mahal type of high school. And in fact, now I'd say this now that my kids have all graduated from there. That place is a dump. Well, yeah, I don't know why they don't. Of all the high schools around here, East Long Meadow is the one that really should be knocked down and rebuilt again. Surprisingly, how many buildings in East Long Meadow should be knocked down and rebuilt? Well, they're they're slowly doing it. I'm including this building. Too. I wait, it's funny when they do that constru- when they did all that road construction down here on Maple Street. Yeah, it's like all of those buildings. Like it's just a decrepit. I know it's an industrial area or business commerce area down there. Right. But it's like uh, it's a little dirty back here. There's a lot of trailers parked all over the place and it, rotten it away. Could, it could use a little dusting up. Yeah, the people of Longmeadow would never stand for that. Oh God, no. Uh, Cruz and Chickabee responded to Center Street last night for reports of a multi-car accident outside the Bullseye Lounge. Can you imagine that? Outside the Bullseye? You hit him right in the Bullseye. According to the uh, public information officer, the call came in around 8.30 p.m. Two parties were brought to a local hospital to be evaluated, but no serious injuries were sustained. The cause of the accident has not been given at this time. That's a, That's one of them Axe House places. Oh, is that what that is? One of those axe house bars. Mm-hmm. I've never been in there. I gotta do that. I gotta do that whole axe throwing thing. Over in Agawam, they got one too. Yeah, I went to one. We did an event at one in uh, in Connecticut. I forgot what's uh, Odin's Keep, something I, like that. I don't know, I, yeah. Something like that. We weren't allowed to throw axes. 
those who live in axe houses should, should not should throw, not throw axes, axes, right. axes, right? Or where they should throw axes, right? We were. The, I don't know the old adage. The company said that based on liability, we were not allowed to throw axes, and I really wanted to throw an axe. Our company said that. Mm, yes. Right. Oh. We have the weirdest laws around. Sometimes here. we do. I mean, if we, if we went as like a private citizen, let's say you went to to the local axe hole, you mm-hmm. could probably throw an axe without anybody, you know, interfering or you know, threatening you know, liability or there you know, are, wanting insurance forms. There are way too many axe holes around here. <laughs> you, you couldn't swing the, an axe without hitting an axe hole in this that, building. That's in this, right. In this park. Why are they choosing just one? <laughs> Uh, have you ever heard someone uh, say that they uh, literally had a beef with someone? Yes. The uh, grammar police might have a problem with you until this lady came along. A 27-year-old woman in Ohio named Manika Gamer has pleaded no contest to disorderly conduct after getting into an altercation with a 37-year-old neighbor last year, and they didn't just argue. Manika was at a Walmart when she saw the neighbor, Precious Jackson was her name. Precious, Precious. Jackson? Yes. Any, any uh, relation to Tremendous Johnson? Probably. I bet you they're uh, they're, they're uh, cousins. Hmm. Anyway, they had a history. So Manika flew into a rage and attacked Precious with the first thing she could grab, a ten-pound log of ground beef. Oh, I know what you're. Th- yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, like they the sell big, those like BJ's. It's and like stuff. it's a big tube of it. Yeah, it's right. A big tube of processed meat. And what did she do with the meat? Uh, the fight went down in the potato chip aisle. Manika initially tried to spit on Precious, but when that missed, she reached into the Precious's cart and grabbed the twenty-two dollar log of beef, and started clobbering Precious with it. That thing <clears> break <throat> open? I would think it would, and then you'd have like uh, beef shrapnel all over the place. Precious survived the beefing. Get it? The, yeah, the uh, beefing. And Manika was arrested at the scene. She was just hit with a 30-day uh, suspended jail sentence plus probation and $155 in fines. Makes it seem all that much worth it. And her customer courtesy card has been revoked for a couple days. Imagine getting hit. Yeah, right. <laughs> they don't They don't have those at a Walmart. They don't have those? I don't, no. I don't even know. The, uh, I, I, I cannot, again, I cannot stand the whole everybody. Grocery stores should not trust you with checking out your own items. I would agree with that. I also don't believe that beef should be sold in a 10 to 20 pound tube. Oh, well, depends on what you're making. If you're making tacos. It really doesn't matter. That no, I get, I get it. But I'm just, I just think you know, it's, it shouldn't be a tube. Tray I'm good with, tube, not so much. I told you I went to that autumn mist farm the other day and I got some ground beef over there. Mm-hmm. Non-GMO, you know. Grass-fed? Antibi- grass-fed beef. And uh, I made a burger out of it yesterday. It was absolutely delicious. Really? Yeah. In- interesting. It didn't have like I don't know. There's something about like crap meat from the from like Walmart. Mm-hmm. It doesn't taste like it's meat. It tastes like it's uh, <sighs> it's I don't still know, it's still it's still meat, or- but it's from a different kind of cow. You know, it's a cow. It's probably you know sitting in a in a industrial stable somewhere. You know, unable to move, just eating, you know... Smoking cigarettes. Smoking... Yeah, right. Smoking cigarettes. <sighs> Who wants a piece of my loin? <laughs> <sighs> Don't you make cow noises and stuff? <sighs> Moo. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this cow sitting there like... You know, he's, he's done with life. It's the end of his life. He knows he's gonna. He knows he's gonna be euthanized for uh, for eighty uh, yeah. percent ground chuck at Walmart in a log form. 
Look at the udders on that. You see that log right there? <laughs> That's my son. <laughs> I've had a really hard day. I really, I really don't want to answer any more questions. We should have a we should, yeah. <laughs> the cow who's given up. Yeah, that's that's right. that should be it. That should be yeah. our. That should be the guy who does the news now. The cow who's given up. <laughs> Your Pioneer Valley forecast. <sighs> sunny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sunny for you. Not so much for me. Sixty-six for a high. Sixty-nine tomorrow. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I could use a bull right now. If you know what I'm I talking about. I bet you about. could. Ooh. 39 in downtown Springfield. This is Bo Vinyl on, on Rock 102. Move. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 653 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be sunny today with a high of 66. Tomorrow, rainy with a high of 69. Giggity, it's 39 right now in downtown Springfield. Scott Zola could be joining us after 8 o'clock today. We're going to talk about the Patriots football, even though it's a bye week. We will still talk about him. There's loads of stuff to talk with him about. All brought to you by Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the National Football League. Uh, sounds like a plan, man. Uh, Mike Quincy, on the other hand, will be next Thursday. You know, that that was a, a miscommunication on, on both of our parts. Because I should have specified when he said, uh, you know, he, he likes to alert us. He likes to keep us on the up and up of mm-hmm. all the, uh, the Consumer report stuff. And he's and he said to me the other day, uh, we got uh, reliability info coming out next week. How does Thursday morning work for you? And I'm thinking, okay, well, you're going to give us the inside scoop on the reliability information by right. doing it this Thursday. So I said, sure. You know, how about 7 o'clock, 7.05? And he said, yeah, so I'll, I'll get you the info. And then I never got the info. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I I emailed him this morning and I said, hey, uh, what's, did you mean next Thursday? Because usually he's very good about sending the information as yeah. soon as he gets it. Yeah. So, uh, so it's next it Thursday. It is next Thursday. Right. So then whose reliability is uh, in question here? Mine. Is Mine. Yours? Yeah. So I'm probably in the lower half of his reports that are coming out next week. Yeah, maybe. What's hey. the most ir- unreliable uh, uh, thing going out there right now? Steve Nagel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think you can count on him for some things. Some things. Hey, uh, the Open Pantry is looking for volunteers to help out on Wednesday the 23rd after yeah. The Mayflower Marathon. Once the trucks are full, they're looking for people to help uh, stock the shelves with what yeah. we with what we get. Uh, volunteers would meet at the Emergency Food Pantry, twenty four sixty Main Street in Springfield, from ten until noon. It's only like a two hour commitment, and if you're interested, they could really, really use the help. Call uh, Nicole at 508-857-9372. 508-857-9372. Be great to get them a good amount of volunteers to help out. So if you're looking to yeah. to be a part of the Mayflower Marathon where you are needed the most, this is something that they really could use the help with. Yeah, it's a you know this this is just another moving part to this whole thing. You know, yes, we do collect all the food. Yes, we deliver it to, to the open pantry, but then it needs to be unloaded yeah. and it needs to be put away. And what what people sometimes uh, forget is uh, people like uh, Terry Maxey and some of his volunteers that are at the Mayflower Marathon during the entire time, they're tired too at uh, Wednesday at ten. Yeah, yeah. So they need. So you know, oftentimes they have to unload all that stuff before they can go home and enjoy their. 
Thanksgiving holiday with their family. So if you can uh, if you can help out Wednesday at the at the emergency food pantry would be fantastic. Again, 2460 Main Street in Springfield. And that number again, ask for Nicole, 508-857-9372. It's kind of like an all hands on deck situation. You know what? This year, it, it could very well be since I think we're expecting to have a pretty strong year this year. But this is exactly what uh, we may need to uh, ask for. Absolutely. It's uh, just about 6.57 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Live in concert, Saturday nights at 9 on Rock 102. Complete concerts from rock and roll's great performers. Brought to you by Randall's Farm and Greenhouse in Ludlow. On the next Live in Concert, we'll hear... And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Outdoor Power Headquarters. Steel, Ego, and Craftsman. Rocky's Outdoor Power Trifecta. Hey, good morning sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, the reason why I never became a professional hockey player was not just because of my appalling lack of physical coordination or my shocking lack of mobility on skates. It had everything to do with my irrational fear of sustaining painful injuries and boo-boos during the course of play. Are you kidding me? I was afraid of hurting myself in the driveway in a pair of Buster Browns, never mind standing on the ice with steel blades on my feet. This week, the NHL saw a grisly injury happen when Evander Kane of the Edmonton Oilers was taken off the ice after his left wrist was slashed by Tampa's Pat Maroon skate on Tuesday night. Yesterday, the Oilers announced that based upon the nature of his injury, Evander Kane will be out for the next three to four months to recover. Now, this was a gruesome injury, and while many people feel terrible for this young man, what with his hockey career hanging in the balance, there are also people who are concerned about what an injury like this could mean to Evander Kane long term. For example, how is this specific injury going to affect his ability to place inappropriate bets on NHL hockey games, including those involving the Oilers? How is he going to have the physical dexterity to continue faking his COVID vaccination card? How is Evander Kane going to be able to continue to commit acts of physical violence and domestic assault with that sort of injury? These are all the things that Evander Kane's entire hockey career has been built upon. How else could he have amassed all of those suspensions? It certainly wasn't from playing hockey, and yet... All anyone can talk about is how this poor guy practically had his hand slashed off on Tuesday night and how it might cost him three to four months of playing time. Here's an idea. Considering all the many ways that karma has punched this guy square in the face, perhaps the Oilers and the entire league are better off without him. Because when he's allowed to play, he's nothing but trouble. But hey, of my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Soon you'll be stringing holiday lights all over the house. Go to Rocky's for the holiday lighting must-haves like the smart Wi-Fi 6 outlet outdoor power stick. Holiday lighting essentials are on sale all month at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 710 and George Thurgood with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be sunny and 66 today. To Tomorrow, rainy and a high of 69. Giggity, it's 39 right now in uh, downtown Springfield. By the way, happy birthday to the uh, United States Marine Corps. Oh, is today the day? Today is it, yeah, November 10th. It's the same day every year. And uh, tomorrow is Veterans Day? Tomorrow is Veterans Day. Lots and of, uh, we're supposed to work tomorrow? Well, yeah. Well, how are we supposed to celebrate uh, this country's veterans uh, who have kept this country free if we have to work? Um, by thanking them for giving us the right to work uh, we thank on them that day? Couldn't we thank them today and have that carry over for a three-day weekend? 
Uh, no. No. Unless oh, you're uh, in some sort of uh, public uh, uh, public job where you get the day off. That's different. But well, I, uh, I would like to reassess the uh, our uh, our holiday policy here at Rock 102. Um, would you? Yes, I think it would be good to get... Uh, uh, this off like uh, like Columbus Day, you know, all the many things that uh, he helped yeah. bring to the new world, like alcoholism and syphilis. And oh, then, yeah. uh, you know, some of our other holidays like uh, you know, like every year, I feel like, hey, we get Memorial Day off and we do. How about Labor Day? Yeah, you get that. Well, then why not Veterans Day? Why do I got to work on Veterans Day or or Columbus Day? We just started getting Martin Luther King Day off in the last like two years. And I've been arguing for that for years. How come we can't get that day off? Yeah, right. And then they finally changed their mind. So, but anyway, happy birthday to the uh, the U.S. Marine. There you go. Happy birthday, and thank you for your uh, service to all of us. Yes. Saturday is the uh, is the bright nights ball. Now, uh-huh. I was, uh, and I don't know if I'm being uh, snubbed or if it just worked out. I can't remember exactly how it worked out, but for whatever reason. <clears throat> I was left off the Bright Nights Ball Tasting Committee this year. And you know, I'm, I'm not complaining. You know, Judy can do what she wants, but uh, for whatever reason, I did not get the call. Uh, it's not, It wasn't Judy's fault. I uh, I had asked um, back, I think I think when the maybe the invitation started coming out, yeah. I said, hey, uh, uh, could I, may I be part of that uh, Bright Nights Ball Tasting thing? And she said, unfortunately, we already did that back in, like, July. Yeah. Well. So we're... Uh, we're not oh, we might have been on that. vacation. That could have, I think that's probably what it was. Maybe that's it. But uh, yeah, we didn't get a chance to to check out the food that doesn't come out till nine fifteen anyway. That's all right. But you know what? Uh, honestly, uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful event. And if you ever get a chance to go, you should go. Uh, it's at MGM this year, and I believe you and I are. Uh, our responsibility is part of the live auction. Yes, this year, and the uh, the thing that we are auctioning off. Yeah is a dinner yeah. either hosted or presented in your own home uh-huh. by uh, by Chef Wayne. We did that last year, too, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. We've done that the, the last couple of years. And the, and the thing is, you know, you, it, it, it starts off at a certain yeah. a certain price, and in, in order to, uh, to get more money in this live auction, what <laughs> Chef Wayne always does is he keeps adding more and more things. So it's like, you know, come to your house. I will serve you delicious Cajun food, mm-hmm. and we'll start the bidding off at uh, X number of dollars. Yeah, and that goes on for like a like a minute, and he says, "Then I will also add in three cases of bourbon." Well, and then he keep keeps going three on. Cases of bourbon. Whatever, I'm, I'm yeah. making a point. I'm on a roll here. So yeah. then, then that'll go on for like another thirty yeah. seconds, and then he'll say, "And then I will add in cigars for everybody yeah. at this at this party, whether it's at my house or your house." And well, he, he keeps adding on yeah. and on, and by the end of it, it's like this. It sounds like the most fabulous thing that could ever happen with Chef Wayne listen, in your house or at his place. Listen, the idea of Chef Wayne just being in your home is worth the amount of money that uh, people bid on it. You don't even need all that extra stuff. He's going to come to your house and cook you Cajun, delicious Cajun food. Oh, God. Uh, the guy's a, a one-man party. At a price I cannot afford. No, you and I could never uh, afford that price, but it would be kind of fun to be invited to that party. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, it yeah. Would. You know what? Uh, which whichever one of you uh, you folks at the Bright Nights Ball wins that dinner, I think maybe an invitation to to Bax or myself would be even if one of us would go. Yeah, and and we should be allowed to bring a plus one. 
Yes. You know, I bring my wife, you bring your girlfriend. And then uh, plus two, and then, uh, you know, yeah. I, or actually three, I can bring the kids. and uh, you know. I'll ask my kids if they yeah, uh, they yeah. can uh, break away from their schedules to join us, too. Yeah, and, and you don't even actually have to count them as guests because they're not going to eat that Cajun food because they, right. they just, you know, outside of a chicken nugget. Yeah, I would also like to bring the East Lawn Meadow High School football team, if it's okay with you. Yeah, we could do that whole thing. We could do the whole <laughs> big thing. I would like to bring all the homeless that we'll be feeding at the Mayflower Marathon to Chef Wayne's house so that he may feed them all. I'm sure Chef Wayne has fed quite a few of the homeless uh, when he had that restaurant down there. I there, bet you there, there, been, were, there have been times when I went down to, to the Big Mamu where I didn't want to go home. Yeah, I know. I just, right? I just wanted to curl up and use like a big pan of cornbread as a pillow. Well, he's still got that uh, that that food truck thing down there that sits on the edge of uh, Worthington and... Uh, uh, Dwight, Dwight Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah he does. But yeah. uh, man, he's got. Ooh, he brings a party. So that'll uh, that'll be uh, the thing that we are doing in the, the live auction. This is a lot of other you know silent auction things and a couple other uh, live auction uh, items, which are fantastic. But uh, the Chef Wayne dinner just gets get it gets bigger and better every time. Now you're going to pick up your tux today, right? I am. I have to pick up my pants. You want to pick up my pants for me? Shouldn't you try on the pants? I guess I should. That's why I'm going there because my tux. You know, it's like it fits. Yeah, this is how I explained it to the to, uh, to the guys at, uh, at 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 the tux place. I said, "Listen," he said, "Well, what what happened to your tux?" I said, "It fits, but just barely. barely. Like it's yeah. like I can close the jacket, mm. I can zip the pants, I can uh, I can wear the shirt, but it's just oh, it's just a hair too slim. Yeah, you look like a pack of little smokies. A little bit, and uh, I mean, you can see all my business in these pants, and I just, I think, I think in a situation like this, wearing something a little bit more roomy and breathable mm-hmm. might be a better look overall. Okay, so you're, uh, you're you're more breathable and roomy yes. with your new uh, tuxedo. My rental tuxedo. Rented yes. tuxedo. Uh, I had to buy new pants and a shirt because I lost weight, and it kind of looks like I'm swimming in the other one. Mm-hmm. So now, but then, like, you know, then they fit you for it, and then you get into it, and you're like, this is a little snug. Like, I don't know, like, but it's supposed to be. Yeah. Tuxes are supposed to be a little on the snug side. Yeah, because they, apparently, the snugger, the slimmer. That's yeah. that's uh, the, Is it the snugger or snuggier? Snuggier. I don't even know I what the, the proper English, I'm sure Barry's already writing this down. But, uh, yeah, it's supposed to make you look slimmer. I just, uh, I like hanging with all the uh, the who's who of Springfield at that oh, thing. Oh, it's, it's, it's the uh, the glitteriest of, uh, of mucky mucks that are going down to that thing. Even uh, Brian Lapis makes an appearance, too. Of course he does. And, of uh, course. And who else? Uh, well, the mayor will be down the there. The mayor. Yeah. Uh, you probably have uh, maybe the, the police commissioner will be there. I mean, it's going to be the police superintendent, Cheryl Clapprood. Maybe shows up. Uh, B.J. Calvi, I'm sure, will be there. Costco Calvi. Costco Calvi. Maybe some city councilors. Uh, you know Richie Neal will be there. He's usually there. Is he really? Sometimes he shows up, yeah. Is that all that donor money he gets to bid on any of the items that they uh, put up for sale? Well, this would be the first time he's able to come back in town and celebrate the fact he's been reelected for the 900th time. So this is really like a celebration for him. Right, which yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you got a war chest full of money there. Oh. You can shell out a couple of extra bucks for us. You're damn right about that. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, so it'll be it'll be it'll be quite a to do. But uh, yeah, so bring your cash because this is really all about you know donation I, to uh, to the to uh, to the 
to bright nights into the uh, spirit of Springfield. I know dinner is included, but I plan on eating dinner before I go. I think we'll probably snack a little bit before we go because dinner is a you know it comes a little late in the night. Well, you got like what seven hundred people at this thing, isn't it? Like it's huge. Judy told me that this is the biggest crowd she's ever had uh-huh. at the Bright Nights Ball, which is how many? I don't know. All right, but seven hundred could be. I would say seven hundred right. is a good a good number. Yeah, that's a huge room. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, we we'll definitely. Uh, Definitely be hitting up with the monkey mugs, but you, it takes time to serve that food. So, uh, you know, obviously we're not going to be the first ones served. No, we're usually not, but I wouldn't mind being among the top two or three tables that get served. But you get a nice little, you get chocolates to take home yeah. with you. They give I don't you know little... who they're putting us with. You know, they we have, they always wind up sitting with... Like you, have, you know, like a bunch of police officers or you know, somebody else. I can't remember who we sat with last year. Last year we sat with uh, the, uh, the uh, she was, uh, she runs a it's a skin catering uh, business. Okay, it, 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 it does like massages and stuff. Oh like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Uh, we sat with her and her husband, and then um, I don't remember who the other people were at the table. Ray Berry was at our table. Ray Berry was at that's our table. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Ray. Good to hang out with Ray. How did I forget that Ray Berry was at our table? I don't because yeah, I've been to so many. It's it, it's it's sometimes kind of it's hard to remember what you, one year from the next. But yeah. yeah, it was Ray Berry was at our table. Well, we're gonna have a hoot and holler and oh, good time. It's gonna be a damn. Are good you gonna time. be uh, tearing up the dance floor too? No, I don't think so. Why not? Because uh, I don't I don't like to make everybody jealous because uh, my dance moves are unbelievable. But I I think I'm just gonna you know, sit that one out. We're not a dance couple, to be honest. I don't know who was on the, uh, let's see who the entertainment is. Oh, well, Richie Neal, you said, uh, is, I don't really consider that entertainment. No. Um, uh, yeah, well, Brenda Garten will be the uh, the hostess, right? Isn't she normally the hostess? I think she always does that. Uh, I, there's a bunch of people I don't even know. Uh, because they're all like chief executive officers of different places. Oh, yeah. They're the ones that do, you don't you don't hear about in the news. You're you're absolutely right about that. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely true. But we're gonna have a good time. It's gonna right. be a great time. The uh, the bright nights ball on Saturday at MGM. Well, the- uh, I'll buy you a drink. Oh, thank you. I'll buy you ten drinks. Oh, great! I want to see you get sloppy drunk and uh, and then do the auction and then do the auction. Oh yeah, I let the expletives fly. Yeah. All right, I love Chef Wayne, but who doesn't like any of these other people in here? <laughs> A bunch of phonies. You couldn't swing a dead cat in this place that I hit the phony. Hey, you're a rich guy. Why don't you bet on this? It's 722 with Bax and Dangle on Rock 102. <laughs> 732 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news, and it is brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. The Hamden County Sheriff's Office have located an incarcerated woman that walked away from the Western Mass Recovery and Wellness Center in Springfield Wednesday afternoon. According to the Hamden County Sheriff's Department, they were looking for 21-year-old twenty-one-year-old Kiara Grant of Springfield who walked away from the minimum security facility at 155 Mill Street. She's described as 5'7 in height and weighs 220 pounds, even though it really doesn't matter. What she weighs or her height? Well, both, because they caught her. Yeah, so I suppose you don't really have to be on the lookout now. Yeah. Her last known address was on Stebbins Street in Springfield. She is currently serving a nine-month sentence for charges of assault and battery. Ooh, looking for the battery, boys. Mm-hmm. 
I don't think it's the same battery. Listen, this uh, GPS ankle bracelet is running out of juice. I wish I had somebody to recharge uh, my, uh, my my GPS unit. Oh, dial 9-volt-1-1. One, one. The need, battery boys are on the scene. You need the battery boys. That's the one you see uh, Battery Barry Krieger, you know, like in the center of your TV screen, yeah. pointing right at you. You need the battery boys. You need the battery boys. He'd be perfect at it. Kind of like the uh, the Ghostbusters commercial. Yeah. With, uh, Rick Moranis. It was in that. We could do like a TV commercial, kind of like uh, like like the betting barn. You know, have you you have Barry, you and I in the background, like you know, hula hooping or like you, you got know, the bet, you got the bet, you got the battery boy, you got the bet, you got the bet, you got the battery boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we do definitely do that. Like, wouldn't it be great if like like one of us were like uh, like in that commercial juggling like flaming batteries in our hands? That'd be kind of cool. Ah, oh, well, not flaming batteries, but at least uh, stick batteries. Okay, you know, uh, sure. Something that you would uh, you would put in a yeah, you'd like you could do hula hoops and I'll I'll juggle. Yeah. All right, I'm down. And then you have Barry in the middle, and you know, just you know, looking right at you. Battery boys, battery boys, coming at you this, anywhere got, you are. This idea just keeps getting better and better with every with every nugget of information. I mean, they already have a battery uh, delivery service through AAA. Yeah, but that's AAA's. You know, they do a lot of things. This would be the only thing we do. I remember a guy came over and did my. Uh, my battery uh, on my van from AAA. Mm-hmm. You can buy the battery directly from them, which buy it, that is like probably one of the most convenient things uh, that AAA does. I mean, I yeah, you know, they rescue you from uh, roadside uh, hell uh, when you broke down on the side of the Mass Pike or something like oh, that. Yeah. But they also provide that service of the battery service, and they'll come out and test the battery for you and all that stuff. And if you uh, you buy the battery from them, it doesn't count as a service call on your, you know, you get like three service calls a year or something like right. that. And uh, <clears throat> this guy comes over. He's very technical. What do you mean technical? Like he walks you through the whole process? He explained the whole thing to me. Mm. How you need uh, amperage and voltage and oh, all yeah. that other good stuff. And wh- what it what it takes to run a vehicle and mm-hmm. how the alternator charges the battery. And Yeah. And, it wouldn't uh, take us that long to know that kind of jargon. No, but they go. They do a thorough process. Yeah, I don't think you and I have to explain to a customer, you know, how to use their batteries. I mean, hey, here's your battery. Thank you very much, and we're walking out the door. Yeah, yeah I don't think we need to, to get too, you know, deep into the weeds into this thing because we got other deliveries to make. People will be calling us all day long. Probably well, have to do like you know three, four deliveries an hour. You know, the the, the I think the the battery boy nightmare would be. Let's say uh, you're all the way out in Huntington near my house. Yeah. Battery boys are on the scene of a man who pulled out his boombox radio from 1987, and it needs eight D-cell batteries to run, <sighs> which only last for about 13 hours. Mm-hmm. Right. So you uh, you run out of that. You call us there. We're on the scene of that particular mess. Yeah. Meanwhile, somebody in Petersham calls... What's the exact di- uh, distance between Huntington and Petersham? I don't know, but it's a lot, a lot ways, a yeah. lot, a yeah. lot distance. Right, a long way to go <laughs> from Petersham to Huntington, yeah. or from Huntington to Petersham. I told you though that this is a uh, this is a potential franchise uh, franchisable business proposal. Yeah, but we have to vet the people who start the franchise. Oh, I, well, a question. You can't just hire any you know nutcase on the street to, no. uh, to handle. You know, this kind of responsibility with all those batteries. Like, you wouldn't want Richie Neal to do it. <laughs> At his age? No. Well, 
you're expecting a man like him to deliver something? Come on. Guy hasn't delivered a single yeah, thing right. in 25 years. Except uh, charm and charisma. And Union Station. Mm. Well, that was important to those five people that needed that. Everyone pe- everyone has to take a bus sometime. Uh, but yeah, you, you got to vet the people. You make sure that you're you're doing uh, the the job the way we want you to do. Yeah. You have to wear the utility belt. You have to wear... Got to wear the t-shirt. The cape. Yep. We didn't talk about the cape, did we? We didn't, but I'm not against it. All right. Oh, and, and don't forget, uh, yeah, that's right, the disposal of the batteries. Oh, I didn't think about disposal. Yeah. Is that really our responsibility? Well, yeah. Yeah, we kind of have to offer that as an option. But so then you, what do we do with all these batteries? We get Billy the Trash Man to recycle them for us. Billy, Billy, Billy the Trash Billy Man. Billy Ryan the, 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 the Trash all Man. Right. It's Recycling Ryan. Okay. Yeah, see? Ooh, okay. That's a, that's a subdivision of the Battery Boys. He's not going to want a whole lot of cash for that, is he? He's, if he wants the job, he's going to have to negotiate with us uh, what the proper amount is, and it's not going to be... a penny over market price for battery recycling. Because apparently there's no getting around that minimum wage. No. Well, the minimum wage thing we could do. Probably. At the very least. Let's wait till, uh, till we establish you know a clientele of people wanting these batteries. I'm willing to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to go to Florida right now? Right now? Right now. Whew. Will I be back in time for the Bright Nights Ball? Uh, no, you probably won't. The sun was out nice and bright Wednesday across western Massachusetts, but that all could change going into the weekend. It's pretty unusual to have a tropical storm in November, but we are keeping our eyes on tropical storm Nicole in the South Atlantic. Nicole is expected to make landfall. It already made landfall this morning on the east coast of Florida as a Category 1 hurricane at 75-mile-an-hour winds. Now, it's not that big of a storm, mm-hmm. but it's going through some of the same areas that that other one went through back in September. And that one was a bad storm. Yeah. So you add a small storm and you can have more damage on top of the previous damage. And now you're just going to get uh, now you're just going to get more rain. Yeah, that's not right. It's more about the uh, the water. I'm kind of glad we don't live in an area like that where you're constantly <clears throat> worried about wind and rain and storms wiping out your You would have house. to have your homeowner's insurance agent on speed dial if you lived in that area or in the Carolinas because they get nailed all the time too. Well, I'm going to Carolina in my mind right now. Not this week. Yeah, this week you, you have to put that on hold. The CDC&P is investigating 16 cases of listeria where a majority of people were hospitalized and one person died. Also a great uh, album by Def Leppard. No, that's Listen. hysteria. You sure it's not listeria? No, it's hysteria. No, I thought that was hysterectomy. No, that's the thing that you'd want to get after listening to that Def Leppard album. The CDC is reporting uh, six states, California 1, Illinois 2, Maryland 3, Massachusetts 2, New Jersey 1, and New York 7 cases. Of the 16 cases, 13 people were hospitalized for listeria infection. One person's sickness resulted in pregnancy loss, yeah, and one good. person died from Maryland died. The CDC noted that 11 people are infected are of Eastern uh, European background or speak Russian. However, it is unclear at this time why this is di- disproportionately affecting the population. This is uh, I'm looking at uh, the symptoms and other complications from listeria. Yeah, symptoms are fever, stiff neck, severe headache, vomiting. Weakness, diarrhea, and confusion. 
and the complications, if not treated, could lead to meningitis, encephalitis, and endocarditis. And none of those are good. Well, that sounds uh, comforting. Yeah. So if you've uh, if you've uh, if you've got that, if you've got the listeria, go see a doctor quickly. Right now. Right go now. Go see a doctor. You've got uh, confusion, diarrhea, weakness, vomiting, headache, stiff neck, or fever. Get over to your doctor. Uh, some Massachusetts residents have received their checks and direct deposits from Chapter 62F that were distributed from the state last week. Uh, roughly 3 million Massachusetts residents are expected to receive a refund, which will come in the form of a mail check or direct deposit that will be roughly 14% of what they owed in state income tax in 2021. The money is being transferred. Uh, the money is being returned due to a voter-approved tax cap law, first called Chapter 62F, which has been triggered for the first time since 1987 due to the massive amount of taxes the state received last year. Nearly three billion in excess tax revenue will be sent back to taxpayers. I'm right. You know, I'm looking on Facebook and you're seeing all the people that have received their money. Mm-hmm. Like a whopping twenty-five bucks. Yeah. I mean, how much do you really spend? In state taxes every year. You really don't. I mean... You, it's you, more in federal taxes than you do in anything, I yeah. would imagine, right? Usually, yeah. Usually if it's, uh, you know, maybe a couple of bucks, you know, that you got to pay in April for the for the state. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they get you throughout the year. But I don't, I don't expect my check, if it comes at all, to be particularly high. Not like I'm going to go out and have a party. Oh, they get you. They screw you. Oh, they get they you know, coming and going. They know how to screw you. That's the that's the thing about the the tax people, and they're like, oh, here, here's twenty five bucks to keep you quiet. That's not gonna keep me quiet. Are you? Yeah, I know. Five hundred dollars might keep me quiet. Yeah, that's enough to shut me up a for a day or two. Thousand uh, dollars. You know, if you give me ten thousand dollars, you'll never hear a peep out of me. I wouldn't say a damn thing. That's to anybody. right. Uh, Massachusetts D O R who? <laughs> never heard of them. I never heard of those places. Uh, and here's a sign of the uh, of a slowing economy. Are you going to pass on Black Friday this year? Um, only because I've passed on it the last fifteen, you know, fifteen to twenty years. Are you going to do your Christmas shopping in your neighbor's garage? Nope, nope. I'm going to do it all online like I normally do. In a new survey, seventy eight percent of Americans say that they're looking to save money this holiday season by purchasing pre owned gifts and not vintage collectibles or refurbished electronics. These people are reportedly hitting up re-commerce sites like OfferUp, Craigslist, Facebook Marketplace, and eBay to get cheaper, lightly used stuff. That's a great idea. Think about all the people that spent money during the pandemic on items that they didn't really want or need. Yeah, it's true. Those are now on discount sales on Marketplace and Craigslist. 75% 75% of Americans saying giving pre-owned gifts has become more socially acceptable, and 86% say they're likely to buy used gifts or at least price check a gift on resale websites before buying it at the new retail price. I'm all for this. Yeah. I mean, is anyone really still using their Himalayan salt desk lamp? Not anymore. You know I have one of those? I got one of those, too. I've had it for probably 10, 15 years, and it's uh, the bulb is burnt out inside of it. I don't know how to change it. It doesn't really yeah, seem see, to be yeah, like uh, I don't something even, easy to take apart. I don't even know why we have it. All I know is uh, we have it. It goes on from time to time, but for the most part, it stays off. Well, isn't it supposed to like ward off spirits or I don't know heal your arthritis or hasn't, something like that? What is that? What are those squ- things? Hadn't done jack squat from my arthritis. 
There isn't a list of what kind of products people are, are buying used, but it sounds like some of us uh, could be offloading clothes on Poshmark. That must be a site. I would hope Poshmark. so. And in a separate poll, 45% of people say they own items of clothing which they've only been worn once, and many of those people didn't don't see themselves wearing them, the items again, either because they no longer fit uh, their lifestyle or their physique. That's That's usually my problem. Well, you could do like a trade-off. You sell all those clothes that are mm-hmm. slightly tight, and you trade them in for bigger clothes. could do that, but you know, I'm probably going to take the uh, charitable donation uh, on that one. I, told- I will donate them to someone who will actually use my things. I told you I want to do that whole laundry thing where you, what the hell did I call it the other day, where you throw it in a, in a bathtub full of borax and washing soda. Oh, yeah, yeah. With Stripping a, with, the laundry. That's right. And you mix it up with a boat oar. Yes. Yeah. Like you're Charlie's mom on Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. That's right. Uh, I I want to see the kind of goop that comes off my clothes. You get the <laughs> fabric softener and soap and all I, this other stuff. Off of your clothes? I bet it's disgusting. Well, I'm trying it this weekend. That's what I'm trying to do. Right before the Bright Nights Ball, I'm going to throw my tux into the bathtub and see <laughs> how much soap and dirt is on it. I, I'm sure the guys at the tuck shop will be happy to hear that. Uh, oh, yeah, and, and it was pointed out that all those used gifts probably have dead batteries, which where the battery boys would come in uh, that you're buying off Marketplace. See how excited people are about this? Listen, this is... They're a, texting us, they're calling us, they're writing to us all the time. It's the battery boys. We'll be back with more battery talk coming up after this. It's uh, 43 in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the battery news on Rock 102. Hiya. Hey, Steve, do you know where your well is? No. Should I? Well, winter's coming. It'd be nice to know in case you have a problem. Oh, well, I'll just call the experts if I have a problem. And the experts. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 751 and Fleetwood Mac with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be uh, sunny and 66 today. Tomorrow, rainy and 68 now. It was 69. Now it dropped a degree for some reason. Mm. How do they know what the, if the temperature's going to drop a degree? D- degree by tomorrow. I, I don't know. I you know this is, again. I don't right. think it's an exact science. I think they're kind of uh, spitting in the wind on this one. Forty three in downtown Springfield. Mayflower Marathon is just uh, what is it? Eleven days away from Whoa. today. That's crazy. I know it is. Uh, we'll be broadcasting for fifty two hours from uh, from six a.m. Monday the twenty first to Wednesday at ten on November twenty third from outside the South End Market at MGM Springfield. We're looking to. Fill three 48-foot trailers with non-perishable food donations for the open pantry. We need your help to make it happen. Start your collection at home, at work, at school, amongst your friends, or whatever you can do. And you can even donate on rock102.com online. Thanks to all of our sponsors, including Capital Moving and Storage, Manny's Appliances, Xfinity, Camping World of West Hatfield, 413 Dumpsters, and more. Get all the details at rock102.com. It's the Mayflower Marathon brought to you by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements, Liberty Bank and Gary Rome Hyundai from Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Time to listen with your ears. Now hear this with Bex and Nagel on Rock 102. Is that how you always listen? I was going to say, what are my options? What well, else could I listen with? You can listen with your eyes. I don't do that. You can't really see it. Uh, you can listen with your nose. Yeah, I don't do that. Uh, well, follow your nose. Wasn't it the, the Fruit Loop thing? Follow your nose. Follow your nose. Always knows? Yeah, yeah. That's oh, kind of like seeing things with your nose how about the first clip oh is that what you want me to get to <laughs> hey by the way take your time you know i, I want to rush you i am off jeopardy you're done i was never really on it but i'm off it okay because of the smut 
and the uh, the vile, vicious words that have come out of Ken Jennings' mouth. Did you catch uh, Ken Jennings swearing no. on, on on camera the other night? He I had, did not. He had to be bleeped. Here's what happened. He believed the category was over, so he gave some provided info on the category. The problem was there was still an answer left on the board. You can hear him realize, then try to reset so they could edit out edit it out, but they left it in the show. Here you go. Normally, the human body contains this number of chromosomal pairs. Amy. What is 23? That's correct. I don't know if you noticed, but the numbers in that category, 40, 23, 38, and 74, which is larger than all of them. Uh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just pretend. <laughs> Amy, select again. I'll do number, please, for 200. Ah. <laughs> Let's see if you know this one. Matthew 4 says Jesus fasted for this many days and nights in the wilderness, and he was hungry after. Well, yeah. Matt. What's 40? That's correct. Now, I suspect you didn't notice this. The, re- the numbers that were the responses in that category, 40, 23, 38, and then 74, which is larger than any of them, may be of specific relevance to your Jeopardy street. That's actually pretty, that's like something we would do. Yeah, good recovery, yeah. except we, you know, we're professionals. We wouldn't drop an F-bomb on the show without really wanting to. Well, does that, I mean, does that even count then? That I, I would imagine that, an- that answer or question wouldn't count uh, as points, as money. Well, if you got it wrong... Well, he didn't get it wrong, but he gave away the answer. So then the guy knew what the answer was going to be anyway. (laughs) I mean, if you didn't know how many nights Jesus uh, fasted for, then you got other problems. But, you know. uh, Like eternal damnation. But he already gave the number in the previous goof. So are you allowed to get the money for that? I don't think Ken Jennings is all that smart. I don't think he is uh, that smart either. Speaking of uh, not smart people, meta the company that owns Facebook, yes. announced that it'll be laying off 13% of its staff, which will end up being around 11,000 employees. It's the largest layoff in the company's history. Here's uh, CEO Mark Zuckerberg in a video to employees about the cuts. I want to say, you know, up front, that I take full responsibility for this decision. You know, I'm the founder and CEO. I'm uh, responsible for, for the health of our, our company, um, for our direction, and for deciding you know, how we execute that, including things like this. Now, I'm going to pump all of the money we made into a virtual reality world that nobody wants to be a part of. You know, uh, if you've just lost your job at Facebook or Meta, whatever you want to call it now, yeah. and uh, and you learn that Mark Zuckerberg is taking full responsibility, yeah, that's got to be such a comforting little security blanket for you, the suddenly unemployed yeah yeah i'm sure i'm oh. sure you're so happy oh i'm so glad he took responsibility yeah for uh, finally a uh, uh, ceo who takes responsibility by cutting my pay right before christmas yeah i mean i may be on the edge of financial insolvency but at least that multi-billionaire is taking responsibility for it uh on to the next clip i believe this is what number three mm-hmm. uh-huh one mom is getting blasted on social media after posting a now viral video of her five-year-old son celebrating his birthday at Hooters. Here's the clip that Darby Allison posted of her son that is getting all of the heat. Yay! Yay! Happy 
Happy birthday, everybody. Does, she, does she say breast friend or I best friend? I don't know. It sounds like she says breast it friend. It does sound like breast friend. This is my best friend, yeah. Now, you might say, is Hooters really an appropriate place for a five-year-old birthday party? Well, I will tell you that when Hooters used to be in Springfield mm-hmm. at their old location where the, uh, the old right. Spaghetti Freddy's used to be, uh, we were there and somebody was throwing a baby shower at a Hooters. Okay, but that's Never not actually really... bringing the child to the restaurant. No, but it's preparing for the child's uh, arrival. And what better place is there than a Hooters? Here's, I was thinking about this. Like, I think it's obviously up to you whether or not I would never bring my children to a place like that. Sure. For their birth, any time of the day or night. Mm-hmm. Maybe if it was like the last restaurant open and we were hungry traveling on a, you know, a three-day road trip and we haven't eaten in five days. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe then would we uh, would we go and get some get some wings from Hooters. But I would never stop there with my kids and to bring your kid. It's not illegal. No, there's nothing illegal about it. And, and, it, and it's a it's a it is a restaurant. It does have customers. They mm-hmm. don't refuse people based on your age. No, nope. unless you're you know obviously ordering a drink, but you're not. You're just taking the kid there for Hooters. They had them dressed up like an owl and everything. That's adorable. See, my kids have never asked. Hey, Dad, could you take us to Hooters? They've never asked that. I wonder why. Um. I don't. I. I don't think. Yeah. And my kids, I'm not sure I would have agreed to it. Not that uh, there's anything wrong with the Hooters. I think you know, there are other places we could probably go first. You know, my. I think my kids have asked, "What is Hooters?" And I'm like, "A place you'll never have to worry about working because I love you very much." <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, what I mean? I know exactly. Yeah. What you so mean. I. I don't know. This lady's getting heat for it. It's like, you know, what did you think was going to happen when you posted the video about you having your kid's birthday party at a Hooters? Jim, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why is everybody so hard on me? I don't understand. Yeah. I, mean, I don't care. Like, to me, it's like, if that's the way you want to rear your child, then that's the way you're going to rear your child. But that's uh, none of my business. It's uh, 8 o'clock with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Patrick Rock, it's 8-12 in the Rolling Stones with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Sunny and 66 today, rainy and 68 tomorrow. It's 43 right now in downtown Springfield. And he's on the phone this right now. During a bye week and interrupting his very busy schedule of doing nothing at all, it's Scott Zolak, brought to you by Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the NFL. How you doing, Scott? I'm doing great. I'm eating a bagel with pickles. <laughs> a bagel with pickles? Yeah, don't knock. I get a, I get a very toasted bagel, put a lot of mayonnaise on it, yeah. and uh, those Klassen pick, pickles. That's it. Yeah, garlic one. That's Pretty actually good. That actually sounds pretty damn yeah, good. Yeah, in a per- very perverse way. That sounds delicious. I'm tired of the breakfast stuff. I'm tired of like, hey, got to put eggs on, you got to put cream cheese. No, let's just go sandwich pickle, pickle sandwich. You know, now that you're bringing up, I wouldn't mind a pot roast right around now. Like, like, you know, the hell with oh my like- God, it's that. It's that time of year now, man. Yeah, just put that thing on uh, eight hours in a crock pot. See it when it get home. You know? oh, yeah. oh, I did one the other day, an hour and twenty minutes in the instant pot. Fantastic, came out fantastic. So uh, you like instant pot? You like that instant pot? Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, uh, I do prefer the long, slow, low cooked uh, meal. Yeah. But uh, if you're in a pinch, you got to open it, close it, and stir. Like, there's more cooking than this instant pot. There's nothing instant about it. Well, it, but it's it, it depends it, it on cooks. what depends it, on what you're making. 
Yeah. Well, listen. You put your pot. <laughs> listen. You cook your pot roast in your uh, in your in your little your little crock pot there. Uh, you cook it right. for ten hours. Uh, I'm done in an oh. hour and twenty minutes. Let me let me ask you this, Scott. Do you and Sochi during a game like have snacks? And I mean, do you make like nachos or soup or something? Oh, they got a full spread for us, man. Like we got we got um we got wraps, we got sub sandwiches, we got French fries with poutine. Ooh, that's good. Because um, we have a we have a poutine. Uh, stand right outside our booth, so they bring it in for us all the time. We get clam chowder, all the drinks you want. It's great. Do you, get, uh, do you wash it down with the tears of the losing team? <laughs> <laughs> I like that joke. Yeah, I'll give it? you a good funny story off the food. Yeah, so back when the stupid pandemic was here, we were calling games from an empty stadium off a monitor. So the away <laughs> games, we would actually be in Gillette Stadium empty, and we had to bring our own food in. So I brought like a cold Italian sub. So it was freezing in there, so we had those floor space heaters, you know, like those two feet ones. Yeah. So I actually took the sandwich apart and cooked it on the space heater. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a Quiznos <laughs> toasting. Yeah, exactly. And they thought it was weird, and I'm like, try it. You're eating the cold sub. I'm eating the hot one. Yeah. He, meanwhile, he's licking his like it's like a like a it's like a like an icicle. Yeah, like a popsicle. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. See all the things people don't know that goes on behind the microphone. Um, right? that, that's and that's actually that's more fun than what goes goes on when the microphones are up. So let's let's talk about uh, the the Colts game, uh, you know, real quick here, because you know, as as a former quarterback yourself, to be in a game in which you are being sacked nine times, at what point in the game do you say, "All right, you know what? Go ahead and just knock me down." Probably third quarter. <laughs> well, it happened to me one time uh, playing against Georgia Tech when I was at Maryland, and I got sacked six times. I'm like, "All right, guys, this is not getting funny." <laughs> it's funny now. Jesus. I mean, I mean, it's it's not like either offense was playing great. In fact, you know, right. until like the end of the game, you know, both offenses were terrible. But I mean, the what the the Patriots did to that <laughs> to Erlinger uh, was ridiculous. I mean, they just they just clamped down and shut it all down. Well, he's young and he's not that good. I mean, six round pick and it's a cold problem. You know, they had Wentz. They put all gave all that money to Matt Ryan. They had to put him on injured reserve because if he gets hurt, they have to pay him another twelve million, which would be twenty nine million. Colts have mismanaged that that situation so poorly. Um, they're not a bad team. Like the defense is good. They got good, when Jonathan Taylor's healthy, he's a good running back. That's the same team we got our ass kicked to. Uh, you know, last December, you know, week fourteen, we had the number one seed. So yeah. um, a lot of problems. A lot of problems right now in Indy. A lot of a lot of problems, and and now they just got a brand new head coach, which you know some people are scratching their heads over. It's like, you know, why would you hire Jeff Saturday for that job? You know, aren't there other coaching, you know, candidates that might be slightly more experienced than a guy who's been sitting at yeah. ESPN for the last couple of years? Yeah, and I know Jeff. Jeff's a nice guy. Uh, I don't think Jeff had any aspirations of coaching. The owner's a loon. I mean, he just you know, I'm so glad he was available. I'm like, yeah, no kidding. He has no job. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> Yeah, hey, I heard you guys. Uh, heard you guys got this battery thing going. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, we, absolutely. Oh, yeah. You have no idea, Scott. Uh, you see what, what happened? Is it? What is it? Well, what happened yesterday was we were talking about politics because you know, we were doing trying to do all the uh, the wrap up of uh, of the election, and then oh, we realized, good. yeah, and then we realized, you know, what? nobody really cares about this. Uh, let's talk about the more important thing. Oh, because a, a battery, some there was a battery that had failed in one of the polling machines in Springfield. Yeah, and, and, you know, and we thought, wouldn't it be great if you had, like, an emergency battery service, and we thought we should do this, yeah. franchise the damn thing out, and all of a sudden, if you had, like, a, a battery emergency, boom, oh. the battery boys could yeah. be right on the spot. The battery boys. 
yeah. like that. Yeah, so we, like, sh- we show up with, like, utility belts with batteries on them, all different sizes. So when you say, like, Scott, yeah, I bet you, uh, you know, I would get too personal in your life, but let's say your kids, you know, they lose the batteries to the remote. Do you ever have that problem? Every day. All right, every, every day. day, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So who would you call in a situation like that rather than... You know, just yell, yell at the kids. That's, right. That's right. You call, call the, the battery, battery boys. boys. That's what you do. And then we come over. We we shoot them off our utility <laughs> belt. You need a couple of triple A's right off the side. Double A's. Get out of that right there. I like that. See, I, I got a lot of time on my hands after the season's over. Yeah. So I'll join your team, and we can call it a salt battery. That way, you plan. Uh, I come show up at your house, and I beat the living hell out of you. Oh, I like it. I'm telling you, I this, like this million dollar idea gets better and better. We yeah. could all we could all leave broadcasting in a heartbeat. Think how about right. great that would be. Yeah, Bax, tell them what the number is. Oh yeah, the emergency number would be house nine. To house fight club. We could do it like house to house fight club. Hey, come on in. Beat my ass and just like yeah, let's go. Well, the first rule of that fight club is we don't talk about the fight club. That's right. Yeah, but the emergency number would be nine volt one one. How about that, huh? I like that. Yeah, you're damn right. Good idea. All right, let's get back to uh, football here for uh, just a minute. Some white Bud Light's paying for you to do this. Uh, (laughs) So it's the bye week, and I and I gotta believe that you and Soshi are are just loving a bye week. You know, you don't have to go anywhere. You get to stay at home with your families. What do you do on a bye week? Uh, I get a dumpster and just start throwing stuff out of the house. Like, we purge. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> we have family coming in for, for the holidays. I'm like, oh, we got we to gotta clean our house because our house is just destroyed from the season. <laughs> yeah, my kid played sports. His season's over. Um, just I haven't done a damn thing around the house. I've had no time. Um, I'm either at work or I'm doing interviews or I'm taping TV or I'm v- traveling for games or we're doing home games, and it's just seven days a week, every day. Like, I got I got run down Monday. I was out sick, and it just hit, hit me like a ton of bricks. And, like, it's a, it's that point in the year where you get worn out. So you can imagine what the team's thinking, too. Like, this is perfect for them. Get some guys back, get, get healthy, get their center back, get Damian Harris back, and fix some things that, that L them on offense. Like, yeah. They got some issues on offense. So you self-scout. So hopefully they add some stuff now. Well, and and they're also running into the toughest part of their schedule. I mean, you know, the Jets are, are you know playing you know better. The Vikings, the Bills, yeah. the you know the, the Bengals, the Dolphins. I mean, these are all real tough teams, and that's what's coming up in the next two months. Yeah, it is. And the you know, but hey, Josh Allen's nicked up with the elbow. He may not have to play this week. We got the Jets at home. Um, Fifty will have them at home. Um, Miami's going to come up here. That's right. Yeah. So I mean, some of it actually helps you if attrition fact is factored in. You know, some guys are going to get nicked up here. We got to stay healthy first and foremost, or else we got no shot against anybody. Yeah. I mean, this is a tough part of the uh, of the season, and in some ways, the bye week could not come at a, at a better time because you've you've won two games in a row. Things are starting to look good. You know, defensively. But you know what are they? The, the story this week is that you know that the offense, the Patriots' offense, has been for whatever reason tipping off plays. And is that something you work on? Can you work on something like that in a short yeah. period of time? Yeah, if you run a certain formation and a certain plays coming, like we do, that's like youth football. Okay, they go to tights, or if it's double tight, you know. And okay, here comes a toss. Here comes a toss. And if you run a toss, you got to run something else out of that. So they could. They could do other plays out of the same formation just to keep them, keep them on edge. Um, that's their own fault for being too predictable. That's basically that's the fact. Belichick even talked about it publicly. Yeah, it's telling his you know tells coaches putting you on notice here. This is we got to fix this. But but that 
is that because you're talking about a, a relatively young quarterback who may be opening himself up to that, or is is it more than just that? You know, I just think it's, it's Matt, too, maybe calling too much of the same stuff. And remember, this is Matt's first year, so this is all new to him. Um, you know, Josh was really good at mixing things up and keeping teams off balance. Um, plus, here's the problem. Like, we don't have that one fantastic talent like Gronkowski or like a Randy Moss or a Wes Welker or Julian Edelman would always affect coverage. And you can line up, line up a guy on one side. We don't have anybody that, like, makes you shake in your boots. Yeah. So, like, oh, man, we got to hurry up and move over here on this side. Josh was good at taking one of those really good guys and moving them all over the formation to help influence coverage. Well, I hope uh, I hope you rest up. I hope you clean up your house. I hope uh, everything everything is going to be all set for uh, for the holidays. Turn out lights, all that stuff. Is it too early to put Christmas lights up? Well, no, not too early. Well, as long as you're as long as you're using the battery powered Christmas lights, uh, <laughs> we we could we could be over. I'll call the battery guys. They come over and shoot it yeah, from their hip. That's right. We could be there in ninety minutes. <laughs> That's reasonable. Yeah, you missed it too long. All right. Oh, man, I dropped my pickle. All Scott, right. we'll talk to you next week. I'll see you guys. Thanks. You, you bet. Scott, Scott Zolak brought to you by Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the NFL. Just about 823 at Rock 102. Fields Classic Rock. It's 829 and ZZ Top of Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Hey, guess what? What? Uh, Bright Nights was nominated for the best public lights display. Good. Uh, through USA Today's... USA Today's top 10 best reader's choice for best public holiday lights display. Uh, I believe they've been nominated before. Yeah, well, you can vote all the way up and through uh, December 16th. I think we uh, we tried getting them to, into the number one slot a few years ago, and I can't remember whether we did it. Well, let's start it again. Well, there you go. This, uh, it's the city of first. You might as well be number one, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. Might as well uh, get them to the number one position. Up the charts with a bullet. That's right. Hey, real quick before we uh, we go into news, the Open Pantry is looking for volunteers to help out on Wednesday, November 23rd. That is the uh, the final day of the Mayflower Marathon. But after everything is over, everything has to be placed on the shelves at the Emergency Food Pantry. And they're looking for volunteers uh, for that specific purpose, 2460 Main Street in Springfield from 10 until noon. If you've got the time and uh, would like to help out the Mayflower Marathon, this may actually be... The most important part of it is getting the food onto the shelves where it belongs. And if you're interested in helping out, you can call Nicole at the Open Pantry at 508-857-9372. 508-857-9372. It will be greatly appreciated by uh, Terry at the Open Pantry and all his staff. That's a big job, and the more uh, many hands make fast work. So hopefully we'll get plenty of volunteers to, uh, to help them out. Oh, absolutely. Uh, we definitely need your help, so make sure you, you sign up to do that. We got news next on Rock 102. Interest rates are going up across the board, not at Family Ford of Enfield. Finance rates on select 2022 Ford. Price and participation may vary. 833 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. The Hamden County Sheriff's Office located an incarcerated woman that walked away from the Western Mass Recovery and Wellness Center in Springfield yesterday afternoon. According to the department, they were looking for 21-year-old Kiara Grant of Springfield who walked away from the minimum security facility on 155 Mill Street. She was described as 5'7 in height and weighs 220 pounds with black hair and brown eyes. But now that they found her, you don't need to know that. You ever, uh, you ever think like somebody who walks away from that and they tell you, 
Yeah, she's 5'7", 220. There ain't no way I'm 220. 215 I only have a medium. I only have a medium jumpsuit. Oh my God, a medium. Yeah, I can't believe everyone now knows yeah. I'm apparently yeah. 220. Now you're giving, you're telling everybody a weight that I am not. Does this prison jumpsuit make me look hippie? You know what? It's not a prison jumpsuit. This is like, it's a rehabilitation thing. I so understand. it's not like they're hardened criminals where they need to be. Uh, you know, handcuffed yeah. at all times. And but you do like realize that. if you walk out the door, you know, you're oh, probably go- they're probably going to tack on more time. Don't get me wrong; she uh, she ruined her privileges. You do realize, yeah, that this will go down on her permanent record. I hope you know that this will go down on your permanent record. Oh yeah. <laughs> We need to play more violent femmes around here. We do. We do. I mean, mean, why why should it only be on my Sunday night show, Baxi's Musical Fun Bag? Every Sunday night at 9 o'clock here on Rock 102. See, see, this is is much different than the guy who escaped from the Hampshire County Jail and nobody nobody said anything for five days until they say, oh, yeah, by the way, there's somebody missing here, only because somebody called them out for it. Yes. This is one of these programs that this lady walked away from where you're not... You're not, uh, like, chained down, you know what I mean? Like, you're not in shackles. Right. You're under the assumption that you're going to be a productive member of society again, and well, uh, you're, you're they're trying to integrate you. You didn't commit any violent crime. Yes, but one should never yeah. assume, Steve, because it makes an ass out of you and me. But uh, now you've just added yourself. Oh, oh, we've just added on some time to your time. You could have been out in February. Now you're not going to get out until May. Is that all she's going to get for this? Mm-hmm. Really? Hmm. Oh, Mill Street, though. I mean, maybe she uh, was hungry. Went to Mom and Rico's or uh, AC Produce or uh, any of those places down yeah, in that yeah. area of town. You're damn right. I believe the uh, the eggplant parm at AC Produce is definitely worth escaping a, a wellness program for. Yeah, I, I suppose I, I suppose so, but I also suppose that the uh, that uh, like if if it were me, I'd probably like walk to La Fiorentina, yeah, get a couple shoyadels and an espresso. Shoyadels, shoyadels. What is Ooh, that? Man, oh, it's a it's a pastry mm-hmm. with a little uh, custard inside, oh, uh, like a ricotta custard. Oh, oh like my that. god, it so sounds good. good, so crispy and delicious. Um, but that's the thing. It's like, uh, listen, you could get out in February. By staying here. Or you could get out now, have this delicious eggplant parmesan, and then go back and not get out until May. It would have to be some damn good eggplant parmesan for me to spend time well, again, in the, in the stripey uh, hole. I, I tell you, it's AC Produce. It's a, it's a, one of the best uh, eggplant parms I've ever had. I'm sure it's delicious, but, mm-hmm. I mean, is it worth, is it prison time delicious? Yes. Yes. Really? Yeah. Really? Really? Yeah. I would go to jail for that. <laughs> You've been to jail for much worse. Yeah. Let me watch less. That's true. Uh, Cruz and Chickabee responded to Center Street last night for reports of a multi-car accident outside the Bullseye Lounge. According to the Chickabee Police's uh, public information officer, the call came in around 8.30 p.m. Two parties were brought to a local hospital to be evaluated, but no serious injuries were sustained. Uh, the cause of the accident has not been given at this time. But uh, right outside of an axe house. An axe-throwing house. Mm-hmm. 
I believe that's what Lizzie Borden had at Fall River. Yeah, an axe right. house. Right. Uh, deaths from crashes rose nearly by nearly seven percent from 2019 to 2020, more than more by 10 percent from 2020 to 2021 nationwide. And those numbers are continuing to rise. The statistics from accidents along the I-91 corridor through Springfield are reflected in that data. If you're a commuter, you may have been stuck in the tra- traffic, witnessed an accident, or been in an accident. The uh, 22 News I team looked at the Mass DOT's motor vehicle crash data for the past five years to find out if crashes increased or decreased, and the most common causes were for those incidents. What? Uh, oh, and what the most common causes were for those incidents. Yeah. And then uh, then they go on to tell you, we don't have any more information. Well, Taylor Knight will tell you about this tonight at 6. You know, um, they also, this week, <clears throat> I think it was uh, yesterday, uh, made an announcement of a construction project on Page Boulevard. Mm-hmm. There's been a number of accidents on Page Boulevard. And, uh, you know, they're looking to... You know, improve lighting and, uh, you know, work on, you know, crosswalks and sidewalks mm-hmm. and, you know, things that, uh, you know, will make it a little bit less of like a like a straightaway drag strip yeah. than it is right now. And it, and that's probably for a, a good thing. I mean, not, uh, I think it was in uh, September. They had, you know, a yeah. major accident where, you know, uh, you know, I mean, it was just a, a terrible accident on Page Boulevard. Yeah, it, it's it is interesting how all of a sudden there's all these accidents happening, and it's all uh, tends to be speed related. Yeah, and, and you know what? This is at all times of the day and night. This isn't like a specific like oh Friday nights where you know people are out partying or whatever no. and they're driving. This uh, on I ninety one every morning. I'm on I ninety one coming through downtown, and there's always somebody exceeding the speed limit by. Way more than what you would need to. Mm-hmm. Listen, I, I get it. You know what? You're in a rush. You might want to push it to 70. You know what I mean? But 75. Oh, maybe. I know. But there's no reason you should be going 90 miles an hour through any highway. I know. But, you know, like, I mean, you know, I mean, to be honest, you know, I have a 12 minute ride to work. Yeah. And it's all, uh, you know, back road, you know, non, all city streets, so to speak. If you want to consider Handon to East Law Meadow, yeah. uh, city streets. Well, just the other day, I was uh, driving in a 35-mile-an-hour zone, and I was going at least 41 miles an hour. I mean, I know probably shouldn't uh, admit that publicly, but uh, yeah. there was some remorse at some point when I saw another car using the same road going faster than me. I slowed down because I wanted to be, uh, you know, safe on the road. Well, yeah, yeah. But sometimes you just you, know, you don't even you don't even realize how fast you're going. No, you don't. But that's what I'm saying. I mean, this is like intentionally going fast. Yes. Not good. Not Stop doing it. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. A local police chief says illegal marijuana grow houses are being busted, flipped, and sold to sometimes unsuspecting home buyers. One Main Street, uh, or I'm sorry, on Main Street in Munson sits an eyesore. While it's empty now, just two years ago, it was filled with hundreds of marijuana plants. Oh, it's kind of like a Yankee candle or a Kringle candle. <laughs> Look at all the smells. It's only one yeah. smell. Does, um... I, I don't know what the what the the rules are, but does a a realtor have to disclose that information? I'm glad you asked that, Bax, because they uh, talked to the, the well, we know Karen King over from uh, mm-hmm. from from Munson, uh, who spearheaded that whole rebuild Munson thing. Yeah. Remember, uh, she said they actually take over the entire house and garage and basement. It's unbelievable what they do. This house is among a four single-family homes in Munson and Palmer, busted as part of an illegal cultivation operation back in 2020. Agents seized 600 to 900 marijuana plants from each home and arrested two men from Brooklyn and Chicago. 
Soon after, some of the homes went on the market and King stepped foot inside one. She said, this summer I showed a house and the agent had to put a a disclosure on it that had been used as a grow house and I went in without a mask and I immediately had problems with my lungs. Now, luckily, she doesn't have any asthma problems, so she's okay. How do you get the smell of that out of a house? Uh, incense, lots of incense. No, I'm I'm being serious. It's like if you're if if that house is being sold, yeah. When you're grow when you're growing marijuana, yeah, it can if it's an enclosed space, it can be a very overwhelming. Oh yeah, scent and it sticks to the walls. It's it's a you know. Yeah, I, I mean, it's like a, is it like a, is like like a like a weed remediation thing out there? You know, as, as much as a guy uh, like myself who enjoys the cannabis, yeah. I really don't like the smell of it all that much. No, it, it's it's not great. But if you're if you're in a house and you're yeah. growing it, and then you need to sell the house, I would think that that stink would be in that house forever. Probably. You yeah. probably have to get like a, you know, remediation and yeah. all that stuff. And that's what they're saying. They're saying that, you know, because you had to have like like humidity, you have to have humidity in there to grow that stuff. Well, that humidity uh, probably causes black mold and, and all kinds of other yeah. uh, things that you don't want to be breathing into your new house. So you probably have to have the whole thing revamped. Interesting question. The issue was brought to the Munson Police Department where Chief uh, Stephen Kozalski is now working with local realtors and alerting them about properties that may have been compromised. He said there are fewer than five in Munson, but uh, likely more than police are aware of. I'd say very likely. Yeah, So, and I, as I said, the uh, moisture needed to grow the plants creates mold and spores. It's often found on walls, ceilings, and floors. You know, if they had a mold remediation company in there to take care of the whole thing. Yeah. Damn. Well, at least you get a house for cheap, though. Yes, it would be probably under value. They do flip this house. I never saw a grow house being up for sale on no, that No, I've show. never seen that either. Or a design on a dime. Yeah, we're, we're going to have to remove yeah. all this black lighting. Today we're going to design on a dime bag. We're going to take this old grow house and we're going to flip <laughs> it and uh, turn it into a beautiful three-bedroom villa. <laughs> this is a good place for a stick-up. Yeah, I don't really like a Bob Vila. You know, did Bob Vila ever, you know, this old house? I don't like, think he ever. Did, I don't think he ever did a weed growing house. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna. Uh, today, we're gonna build a walk-in closet for your marijuana. <laughs> I don't recall that ever happening on the show. There was a house, the house that I lived in when I was probably tw- eleven or twelve, mm-hmm. upstate New York. They had the whole thing was designed. My bedroom. Was a, it was a full size bunk bed built into the wall, right? But it had all these little compartments everywhere, mm-hmm. and uh, we found out uh, through other neighbors that the place that we lived used to grow a lot of marijuana, and they used to store it. In oh, there. okay. So picture if you look, so you're looking straight at a wall, right? It had like a a, a two step up to this bunk bed full size twin you know full twin size uh, bunk bed uh built into the wall with these little compartments there and you open up the compartment it's just the wall behind there but it's enough space in between the wall right well if you went to the closet just to the right yeah. of the bunk bed set you could undo the 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 handle inside and it would <laughs> open up a door i'm not kidding you there was a door <laughs> 
on the inside of my bedroom. It really? was like uh, it was like Narnia. Did they uh, did they leave anything behind? No, there was nothing left in there. Ah, okay. Uh, which would have been nice if they had left a couple of different things. But uh, I was a kid then. I wasn't uh, into using that stuff. Yeah, but just to, just to just to know it was there. But was... how cool is that? It was like it was like this yeah. little like you know hidden. Uh, you know when when they, when they pull the book and the bookcase turns around. Yeah, and then you're in the secret private lab. You know what I mean? That that's kind of what was going on in this house. It was actually very cool. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, yeah. Huh. I'll be damned, man. I wish uh, that guy hadn't revamped that whole place. Yeah, that would have been a good place. Tore to all hang the out. Guy, tore the bunk beds out and everything. Never found any weed though. Ah. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today. That was a uh, really not a. Very interesting. No, story, it's a very interesting story, Steve. Very interesting. Uh, 66 and sunny for a high today. Tomorrow, rainy and 68. It's 49 in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Your car, your home, your business, too. Quadroinsurance.com is for you. I had a fire in one of my buildings. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8.53 and Collective Soul with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Going to be sunny and 66 today. Tomorrow, not so nice. Rainy and a high of 68. It's 49 right now in downtown Springfield. Join Pat Kelly and the Rock 102 road crew at Flamingo Motorsports in Palmer on Saturday from 9 to 11 for a customer appreciation event. Flamingo Motorsports won the uh, the District Dealer of the Year Award from, uh, from Ski-Doo, and they want to pass along their appreciation. Uh, there'll be a free smoked barbecue uh, giveaways, discounts, and merchandise, and a whole lot more. Go to uh, Flamingo Motorsports with Pat Kelly, 2 Wilbraham Street in Palmer, Saturday from 10 to noon with Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. I'm reading this story here out of uh, England. A heckler has been banned from the Royal Opera House after shouting rubbish at a 12-year-old actor during a production of Handel's Opera Alcina. <laughs> rubbish! You must really hate live theater to be throw, to be throwing insults at a child. But it's it's so very British of people to do. Like the the British people are like one of those people that you know they're polite and kind up until mm-hmm. the point where they can't take it anymore and then have to tell you exactly how they feel about you. <laughs> the incident occurred while Malachi Mbayo was uh, singing his lines at the opening night of the opera on Tuesday. Other audience members uh, shushed the heckler who left soon after. The crowd loudly applauded uh, <clears throat> Baya, who has been uh, well-reviewed for his performance. Uh, who would do that to a child, <laughs> they were asking. As Someone who didn't appreciate their performance. Yeah. Uh, a 12-year-old boy was sweetly singing his lines when a man in the audience yelled, Rubbish! I believe that was the same guy that yelled that to us at our live show back in 2019. There were a lot of people there was like, yelling there was at like us. Twenty five people that did that. <laughs> this kid's lucky. Yeah, but see, this is the kind of thing that 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 kind of brings a kid like this to more fame. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it is his hostility is validated by the fact that it's being reported all over the yeah. all over the world. But nevertheless. In a, in a children's production, yeah. uh, I try the best I can to keep my hurtful comments to myself. I use my inside voice when I see uh, children performing. Yeah, well, you know, I, uh, I've i held my tongue many times during those, you know, recitals <laughs> that the kids do. Yes. Oh, God, really? We're doing this again? Somebody's singing, somebody's singing a solo. Yeah. She's not even that good. <laughs> My kid can sing better than your can. 
I used to have to sit through my uh, my sister's dance recitals. Oh. Uh, you know, she you know she danced for years and years and years, and my sister was actually pretty good. But there were a lot of kids who you know really had no business dancing on a stage. Right. And you know, if you've ever been to a dance recital, it's you know it's pretty good for like the first hour or two. But yeah. after like hour six and seven, at that point you start to become a little stir crazy. Right. Like there's no place to escape. You know, uh, the idea that those things are three to four hours long. <laughs> Really need to, like that needs to be reevaluated. I agree. When, when people do uh, dance recitals, there is no reason why you should have every single group that you have performing on the exact same stage. Mm-hmm. You just shouldn't do it. It should be one night is this for two hours, and one night is this for two hours, they, and then you get the respective people to come out to support the, those students. You don't separate to, them by age. Do the yeah. young kids one night, the older kids yeah. the other night, and just and just let it go, because yeah. these things take on a whole life of their own. Yeah, there's, there's a, that was, I, I went to one down in Colchester one time for my niece. Yeah. And it was like... I didn't. I, w- I didn't even know what I was into because my kid, my kid wasn't even in dance yet. But uh, I, I didn't know what I was getting into until about an hour into it. Going, oh my god, we're only at like act number four, and there's twenty seven <laughs> other acts to go. Like that's that's just ridiculous oh, to yeah. me. Oh yeah, and you're you know, wasting the- everybody's time. My uh, my sister used to. She was taking dance lessons with this guy. It would be like a five six hour thing, and at yeah. the at the end was the finale, and you had to stick around for the finale because the dance instructor had his own routine that he yeah. wanted to do with many of the kids. And I mean, the guy was really talented. You know, don't get me wrong, but it's like if no performance is waiting is what? worth waiting around for that length of time. And that's exactly what I was what I meant because you know these people these kids that do these things there are talent they're talented young people <laughs> and they they do a good job and you can tell that they've practiced. Yes. But I don't need to see it all. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to see it all. I came there to see my kid, and that's it. It's uh, 8.59 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's 9.12 and the police with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, 66 for a high today. Tomorrow, going to rain, though. 68 for a high. It's 49 in downtown Springfield. We're just having off-air conversations about being shallow. No, it wasn't. A, it wasn't a conversation about being shallow. Yeah. It was a conversation in which the two of us were shallow. There's oh a difference. yes, well, yes, yeah. yeah. It's 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 one thing to talk about those who are shallow and what makes things uh, people shallow. Yeah. It's another thing to be fully uh, to be a full particip- participant in a shallow conversation. Well, it's one of those things where uh, you wouldn't want to talk about it publicly. Because you'd be you'd be chastised by somebody for calling out this yeah, but, particular feature but of the, a human being. Yeah, but the thing about it is, we were both in agreement with it. Yeah, it's like you know, like like just it like one thing. Yeah, can destroy something completely. That's true. Yeah, yeah. So I was. Just, Would you like to share what that is, or no, are you feeling no, very I uncomfortable? No, right now? I feel a little uncomfortable. Now. Really? Yeah, that's why I brought it up. Mm. The most uncomfortable radio is the best radio. No, I totally understand yeah. that, and I and I can't disagree with I can't agree with you more. It's just that you know the the, the fact of the matter is there are some things that people have that are a tremendous turnoff. C- coming from two people who don't really have any business telling anybody else how they should look or what they should do. No, but if you were to go to like a yeah. let's say you went to a Macy's, yeah. okay, and you were looking at uh, at at, at uh, coats, yeah, look at coats. There are some coats that you like. 
and some coats that you don't like. And the re- and the coats that you don't like, you don't like for any number of superficial reasons. Well, it's really no different. You know, you're looking at coats, mm-hmm. and some have something that you don't like. Right. That's it. That's that is, it. Just a coat. It is no different because you have no chance of affording the coat any more than you have of meeting the person in which the shallow conversation originates. That's right. That's <laughs> right. There you see go. what I'm saying? Okay, I see what okay. you're getting at. All right. You've well, there me, you go. You've made me feel better about it. Yes. So, listen, embrace your shallowness. It's, it's, I've, been a, I've been doing it for 56 years. And look at me. I'm a moderate success in a medium-sized city. Uh, I, and I, you know what? I we, we spent all our time on that, and I'm just uh, reading this headline here. Uh, jet blue passenger arrested after flight for masturbating. Is that is that wrong? Well, isn't that what hijacking a plane is? <laughs> isn't that what you call that? I don't think. So. I don't think so. I joined the Mile High Club by myself. <laughs> hmm. Well, there wasn't room for two of us in the men's room. Well, those bathrooms are very tiny. It's eight fifteen with Baxendagel and Rock one hundred and two.